Part 3 An Urgent Summons I think... I think my thing's broke. Alright, it's fine. It's cool. My stream deck's broken, but hi! Welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart! Hi! Hello! Welcome! It's episode... 14? Yes. 14. 14! Nice, nice, nice. Cool, cool. Uh, first things first, um, chat, tell Malaveth happy birthday and do it now. This is not a request. You must. You must. Also, happy birthday, Malaveth. How are you? <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm at It's home. your... It's... <laughs> I, I, my birthday was rather recent as well, and honestly, I felt pretty good about the just staying home part about it. I was like, I have zero obligations for anything right now. It's pretty good. Make a pan of brownies later and eat it? That's the plan. Yeah? Are you gonna put, like, sprinkle things on the brownies, no. or just the brownies? Okay. Maybe nice. Maybe might be birthday overwatch rage. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Hmm, yes. Curiouser and curiouser, I see. <laughs> Don't let us win if it's my birthday. Right, yeah, we'll just go and we'll go into every game and just be like, it's her birthday, please let her <laughs> win. Uh, pad my KD, please. Uh, yes, yes. Like That's good. Do you have any other, other plans for your birthday? Nope. Just nope. that, maybe Animal Crossing. I did that this morning. It's so cute, the animals are like, happy birthday. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. That's I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That's I didn't have little cute animals telling me happy birthday So that seems pretty awesome. I take it. You have a puppy. I Yeah, well the that one doesn't talk uh, It doesn't tell listening. you happy happy birthday true. I uh, you know what you're probably right. That's really my issue Yeah <clears throat> Speaking of of Rob right now uh, He's looking super Super sweet in his new lighting setup. So uh, look at you, man! All crisp, Stop clean. Stop it, man! Yeah. Oh, it's so you, good. If you catch I've... the right angle, it just it looks great. Oh, man, that's need to put. That wow. Away. I, <laughs> I will. I will continue to do that. I need to put that away right now. Oh. Uh, and for those of you that maybe don't follow Rob's IG, uh, he might mess around and do some content. Sometime are we gonna start hyping up the return Don't of bonus stage Rob? Who's who's really to say? I guess me. Yes. Pl uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess good. it's me. Yeah, soon. No, nothing soon? concrete yet, but golly, it's okay. almost it's all coming together. These lights are these lights are one of the last things I needed. So Nice man. It's all it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. It's all coming awesome. together. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Miss May, how are you? How are the cats? Cats are good. I'm good, I suppose. Mostly you suppose? Animal, mostly Animal Crossing. How, what's, how many hours have you ranked? Have you gotten in so far? I saw your post earlier in the Discord, but I need to know now. It's either 215 or 220. <laughs> That's so many hours! I'm impressed. That is incredible. Yeah, that, that averages to, like, I think at least 12 hours a day since it came out. 220. No way. Yeah, I'm, at, like two, I'm at 220. Weeks. 220 or more. Yeah. You it's, mad woman. That's insane. You're that's incredible. So wait. So, like, what? what? Okay, so what's the best thing you've done in the game? Maybe not your favorite thing, but, like, the best thing you've done in the 220 hours of this game. 
I like terraforming. So you can okay. change like the the cliffs and the rivers and things. Hmm. So you can just move them wherever? Yeah, like you like you have a little shovel and you can like dig and suddenly like rivers or cliffs show up. Though it's like an eight point thing and I have really bad depth perception. So I'm usually making a, a spot or a river or cliff where I don't want it about five times before I get it right. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, it's kind of got holes. this like weird angle, right? Can you rotate the camera at all, there's, or is it? Because I've always angles. seen things from like straight on. I guess is the only there's, stuff I've seen. There's straight, and then there's slightly up, and then maybe a forty-five. Okay. And then if you're behind a tall building, then it goes top down. I wish you could just change to a top down sometimes, but. Huh. Yeah. Because it's it's all basically squares too, right? Like you you dig in like certain square locations and stuff. So if it was like top down, it'd probably be a lot easier to actually yeah select those things. I'm I'm always digging holes and putting cliffs so, where I don't want them most of the time. So here's the deal: you just have to build a house and then be behind it whenever you want to do something in the ground. Yeah, you can do that, right? Like you can just make those and. Well, no. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Can't, you can't build buildings. Ah, crap. Okay, well, damn, I thought I was onto something, but you can move my buildings, lack of knowledge. But that's really expensive. Just, oh, I was going to say, just pick it up and move it somewhere else. <laughs> that was so nice. And cheap. <laughs> like 50,000 bells to move a building. Damn. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a, is that a lot of bells? Yeah. It sounds like a lot of regular money. So. Yeah. It's a good chunk yeah. of change. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Miss Simply Jackson, I was going to ask you things about, about Animal Crossing as well, but then I saw that you played a spooky game. Yeah. And I saw that, but I and I watched the trailer of it, and then I was like, I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. So what I wanted was a synopsis, please, of what you played. Uh, I played a game called World of Horror. Um, it is themed as if it is an 80s uh, adventure game and either your choice of one or two bits of color and pixel. Um, and the art style slash horror style is in the vein of Junji Ito, um, the famous Japanese horror comic or manga artist. So like, uh, it's a horror game, but not like Alien Isolation where it jumps out and gets you or not like, you know, like Resident Evil or anything like that, where you have to like shoot and defend. It's a kind of, you you are a student or a person in this t town now of Japan, and it's your responsibility to investigate five different really creepy stories that are roguelike in style, because it's random card flips. Like you investigate buildings and it's a random um, instance that'll happen and it could be a fight, it could be anything. Uh, and through these experiences, you gain clues to solve those cases. And once you've solved five, then you get to go and essentially um, defeat an old god in a very Lovecraftian style um, horror. So, and so the, it's like, it's not a boo scare you game. It's like, let's stare at this woman whose head is on her shoulders sideways with three mouths for 20 minutes. Oh. While we try. It's very like putting the creepy stuff in your face. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's very oh, wow. like, I didn't, I was like, it's fine. I, I don't do well with boo jump out scare you. So I was like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. 
And when I finished streaming it, I went downstairs to like get a soda and like say hey to Zach or something. And I realized that all the windows were black and I was like instantly freaked out because I couldn't see out the windows. <laughs> and I was just like, this game is like completely fucking with me. Oh shit. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds it's super really creepy. really good if you can do horror and if you like like a, a slow unfold of information and like it's it's really it's really good but it's definitely um a thing so what's the name one more time world of horror world of horror yeah and it's there's like a couple of play okay. styles you can do the story or you can do like random quick play where it like oh sure completely pulls a bunch of information out you get different gods different stories or whatever and it's very random but there's hmm. a lot to unfold so I, I thought i played a lot and got a lot done and then i was like <laughs> No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. also, I, I, just, I thought you had a lot of hours then I'm crossing. I was like, oh man, I was, that's a lot of hours. Like, surely I don't have 195. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's because I leave it running sometimes. Like while I'm doing oh. other things, I can hear it because I work while I like listen for balloons sitting in town and stuff. But still, when I'm not working on artwork, I'm just like constant. So. <laughs> we got okay. some real true gamers here <laughs> rob what's your count are you a true gamer as well i probably not uh <laughs> please hold yeah 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 uh maliveth do you have yours on hand where where is it uh go to your uh profile uh-huh and then like the list of games at the top it'll kind of oh. say oh I'm out. 130 or more, it says. I don't know what that means. 130 or more. Yeah, it goes okay. in like intervals of five, I've noticed. Uh, okay. Huh. 95. Rob, rookie numbers, man. We're going to have to <laughs> pump those up. We're going to have to pump those numbers up. Goddamn. <laughs> you guys have been busy. That's crazy. 95 hours still, I've too? Been, I've been double dutying between that and Skyrim, I guess. Oh, uh, wow. That's insane. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought I had put a lot of hours into Mountain Blade recently, but clearly I have not. So, okay, great. <clears throat> I need to get my gamer card checked out and maybe revoked for the time being. Um, but to balance out my embarrassment of being a poor gamer, uh, do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. No, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah? Uh, so... Let's get some some die rolls here to see who needs to recap this week. On die, cause I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something. Something is currently happening that we may or may not have. You know. Uh, I don't know. Ended the the show on on a cliffhanger. So fourteen. Uh, okay, okay. So I need a uh uh. A, ch a choice. Pick one or two, Rob. Two. All right, Rob, you're doing the recap. Congratulations. Thanks. We had a cl we had a tie, guys. We had a tie. It's okay. <clears throat> yes, yes, Rob. Please relay the information to the to the this chat. Is be embarrassing because I do not remember the names of the two characters. Let me just. I, I can remind you if you just want to. In my order. head, they're just chicken. There they are. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, excuse me, Blathers. I love you, little guy. Okay. Well, our business in Alderheart had concluded, and 
we saw Ben off to uh, head out with the um, what would now become the it's called the Wildwood Guard, the Wildwood, Wildwood Brigade. Brigade. Yeah. The Wildwood Brigade, the Bandit Coalition had officially been disbanded and rebranded. The Wildwood Brigade was to help the Perch Guard in uniting and calling these fires. And now, while we were about to leave the city, we ran into a couple of Corvums, Tever and Havel. And they are what's called tenders. Now, they tend to the grove, the uh, the Scorch Grove, and make sure the fires don't uh, exceed that um, perimeter there and... and touch the wood and uh well lately they had their work cut out for them unfortunately and uh the council was concerned that they were um riling up the people in an already vulnerable time but we talked to a councilman and he said you know what you have my blessing to go investigate what they're talking about and met the two tenders one uh it's a little bit skittish a little a little nervous but you know when push comes to shove i i do believe that he could step it up and be a hero and uh as we traveled the wood we got to know them a little better and uh and we came upon what what they called uh hmm, it's a fire spirit of some sort and i'm i'm having trouble remembering what it was called one more time for me. The fire spirit. What was what was the official name of that? The fire spirit. Specter or something. Oh, specter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm There's sorry. Flame specter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, the flaming specter. Yeah. Flaming specter. Okay. Came across, uh, across what he called a flame inspector, uh, and it said that these are remnants of souls that were burned up and lost in these fires, and well rather than trying to take it and fight ahead on, I, I decided that it would be best to try and communicate with this specter. And it turns out that it just had unfinished business and I was able to set its soul at ease. And I uh, wouldn't have been able to do that without Tever's guidance. Well, uh, not everything's that easy, it seems, though, because as we got to the, uh, the Scorch Grove... There were more of those fire bats. In fact, uh, quite a few of them. And unfortunately, I, I did try to get close and assess the situation. But these hedge feet ain't as quiet as I'd like them to be. And uh, currently, I got a whole mess of these creatures flying right at me. And it sucks. It sucks, Joel. I hate it. Let's oh, play, I guess. What do you mean? What do you mean Let's it sucks? Let's play, I guess. No, 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 man. It'll be, it's going to be totally fine. It's going to be actually fine. I wouldn't worry about it at all. I wouldn't worry about it at all. Um, It's totally going to be non-stressful. <clears throat> Might be a little bit stressful. All right, chat. So where we left off last time... There's a giant swarm of bats directly in front of our heroes. They have made it to the edge of the scorched grove. Uh, one of the tenders in tow, and I actually went and made a little a little uh, token for him. So I gotta I gotta find that real quick and put him on the 
on the board. Um, but Eli trying to sneakily get closer to this giant swarm of flaming bats uh, has, uh, has cracked a, a stick. And we had ended the show right at that point in time. Uh, of note, there seems to be some kind of flaming orb in the middle of this swarm of bats. Uh, it, it shines like a, like a miniature sun directly in the middle, and they, they seem to be all around it, coalescing around it, up until the point that Eli cracks that little stick, and I'm going to need everyone to roll me some initiative. So please do click your tokens, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I gotta change some properties? No, okay, we're okay. It's just apparently my mouse is gonna be visible over everyone's camera today, which I don't understand why that's a thing, but I'm gonna move it all over here. So it's all good. Okay. Dagonet made double digits. Dagonet made double digits. I'm impressed. Good job, Dagonet. Is this a character arc? <laughs> okay. Um, so Dagonet. Uh, Pez with a 7. Dagonet with a 16. Lucky with a 23. Eli with a, a 7 as well. Let me roll. Beep. Roll that. The huge swarm. Uh, also gets to roll its initiative, but that leaves Lucky at the top. Now, the Emberbat Swarm hasn't made any any distinctive moves just yet on the on the party or towards uh, Eli in any particular way, um, but it is clear that they've been disturbed, right? That they've been alerted to the general presence of of the party here. So, uh, Lucky, what would you like to do? Uh. One question for Diab. This is a single idea of a target. Even though it's a swarm, it's a single yes. target for us mechanically, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it acts as a single piece of something, um, and you, you would attack the swarm as a whole. Okay. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know if Horde Breaker would even apply here, because you can attack one attack uh, I mean... and then something else close within five feet. But it's, <clears throat> it's weird, because it's... It's weird because it is a swarm, yeah. Um, there is a there is a potential for this to not just be a one target at some point okay. in time, so yeah. that might apply. But as yeah. of right now, it acts as one creature. Well, I mean, I'm not finding the first shot, so uh, uh and he's gonna like shout down because I mean they, they they know who he is. So he's gonna shout down at um Eli and say, uh, "You you still got that? You still got that the potion? You better take it now." And like oh. trying to remind him about Eli's or Eliza's fire potion. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah. Do I uh, have that? She, I think she gave it to uh, you. Yeah, I believe you do have oh, that, a I fire resistance potion. Um I, I believe that the whatever's listed in the uh compendium should be good for potion of fire resistance. I believe you have that type in potion of fire resistance. Yeah. Oh yeah, the companion's the thing. Whoops. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, let me do that. Uh, you get you gain resistance to fire damage for an hour, so it has the 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 damage for an hour after ingesting the potion. The potion ingestion it will be an action. Yeah. But um, okay, so lucky you have reminded your friend. Yeah, and then he's now gonna. Uh, yeah, my, I'm just, he'll do his little visual <laughs> to mark the swarm. Uh, any target I can see with the uh, hunter's mark. 
Just oh, any, yeah. Okay. Any, any bat sure. that goes by. <laughs> any, yeah, any bat, any bat that goes by. Uh, we're just going to mark the, the swarm is marked for death. It's fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then I, uh, can I ready a dodge since that was considered a bonus action with Hunter's Mark? Um, on yes, my yeah, action? so your okay. your action can be dodge. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I would like to ready a dodge, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, attacks against you right now for the next, uh, until your next turn will be made with disadvantage. Uh, okay, cool. So as lucky, is that is that everything else that you'd like to do? That's Lucky's uh, turn. Take that Excellent. dang potion, Eli. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dagonet, roll me a, a, a dexterity check real quick. We're going to see if you go before or after the, the Ember Bat swarm here, and I'm going to make them roll dex as well. So, they got a 21, but yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the swarm's going to go first. Dagonet rolls a 9. I I wanted to give it an option and a chance, It was even though it was maybe a long shot. Uh, okay. So the, the swarm here, having been alerted to the presence of everyone here, the bats begin shrieking and you see like the puffs of flame coming from their schnouts as they fly this direction and engulf your friend Eli. Uh, Eli, additionally, the, the orb is now like almost on top of you. It moves with it. And so it is directly in front of your face, this bright blinding sun. You're blinded at this point in time. And the Ember Bat Swarm has swarmed all around you, and they're going to begin biting at you here. Uh, that is a 21, Eli. I think that hits, but you sometimes have a really high AC, so. Yeah, that 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 hits. That okay, hits. perfect. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, so, it should... Why does it say 7 plus 7? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So, it's 11 total damage. From the swarm biting you. Could be worse. Has been worse. Has been worse. Has been worse. But yes, true. Um, okay. And you feel yourself, as well as being blinded, being bitten up by all of these bats. The immense heat coming off of all of these bats in one location is beginning to burn you. All right, Dagonet. If only I had a potion. If only you had a potion. Dagonet, what would you like to do? He's gonna like see this swarm and cough Eli and he's like, well, time to, uh, time to buckle up and uh, he'll put his shield forward and his, his spear and he's just gonna trundle towards the swarm. Yeah, just kind of like, all right, cool. What do you want to do with this swarm here? Hmm. Yeah, as you approach Eli, you begin to feel that heat as well. It starts singeing at your feathers. There, let's see. Can I shield bash this thing? Like the swarm, since it's like one. Do you have an ability that's shield bash? What are you trying to do? Let's see if I can. That's. Hmm. I forgot to put the thing, thing, thing. I think that was just uh, the, the thing, shield, thing, thing. The shield master thing in my bob. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's shields. Um, that's all proficiencies. Yep. If you take the action, attack action on a turn, you can use a bonus action to try and shove a creature within five feet of you with your. You shields. can, sh yeah, you can shove it. Um, 
Oh, because of the of how the swarm works, uh, if you would try to shove it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this now because of it's it's a you could shove like a bat, but because of how the swarm functions, it would basically just be around your shield as you tried to to shove into it. Well, because I basically just want to get to Eli. Oh, you can step into the swarm if you'd like. So if like, basically what I'd want to do if I attack, so like I can mm -hmm. maybe spear and then as a bonus shove, I can maybe try and like push bats in front of Eli away. You could try and push some away, but I believe the swarm with its size would be, you could try and push Eli out. Um, I will, I will just say, and and I, I don't mean to backseat you, but the shove action, I don't know if this is the same mechanically as Shieldmaster, only works on a creature one size larger than you. And these bats are like two sizes, right? Like they're huge. The, the, the swarm itself also has a... So swarm can occupy another creature's space and vice versa. So if you tried to shove it, it they're in uh -oh. your space. You can't uh, shove yeah. them away because they're all around you. So, like I said, you can try and shove some bats away, but the swarm will still exist in the, the location. So with the bonus action, I don't you can't move the swarm. Mm -hmm. um, you could attempt to move the orb. Mm. But as you do get closer and closer in, you're be it's becoming harder and harder for you to see. Again, this is like a miniature sun in your eyes right now. Knowing Dagonet's intelligence... He's just going to go in there shoving and hope he hits something right. <laughs> Perfect. I love this. Okay. Um, so you wanted to make a spear attack at the swarm, correct? Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and do that. A 19. Yeah, absolutely hits. Uh, eight piercing damage. Yeah. So we find that Dagonet just walk, like just wades into the swarm and shoves out with a spear. We like we get the thing where like it hits two bats at the same time and spears straight through them and then they don't they go sloughing off to the side. Um but yeah you deal eight damage to them and then you want to do a, a a shove against the orb or Eli or I feel like he'd want to push his friend out of the harm's way first. Okay, so you're gonna uh, you're gonna attempt to uh, shove Eli. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like just like um, a, yeah, like you take like your shield and you just yeah, yeah, and try and get him out of the immediate area of the swarm. Um, so five feet away from you, Eli. Do you accept the shove or are you trying to uh, push back? Again, you guys are pretty much blinded in this area, so Eli, you're feeling a shove. Yeah, but... I was gonna say I I I don't think Eli would have uh, time to consider a resistance. I think it would just kind of happen, and he'd be like, "Whoa, hold up." Like, you know, he's okay. he's really caught off guard by all of this. So I think that yeah. by by nature he would accept the shove. So you're shoved to the the upper edge here now. Okay. Um, by your friend, um, I I would assume that Dagonet would call out to Eli that that he, this is happening, right? That he's on his side and, and and stuff. So you get shoved towards the top of the swarm here, Eli. Uh, you would at least oh, hear okay. Dagonet grunt and yell. <laughs> I'd recognize that yell anyway. I've heard him hit his his uh, hand with the hammer before. I know that. I know that yell. The dad. Okay. Grunt. The dad. Uh, Dagonet, is there anything else that you'd like to do? That's my full 
okay. everything. So I'm right there in the swarm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, Eli, it is your go, my friend, or Pez, depending on who wants to go first here. So Pez or Eli. Uh, I, I, think, I think Pez is probably going to go first. My dex is a negative one. So. Mm. Okay, so Pez, Pez would move first. Uh, yeah. Um, look, you were made for this. You were made for this kind of danger. Look at you. You're doing great. And I'm just going to inspire Lucky real fast. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to scoot forward. Just, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about this. Uh, yeah, as you get closer to the Ember Bat Swarm, though, you feel that heat starting to, like, burn at your feathers. Oh, this is not good for the skin. Uh, uh, Lucky, you do feel inspiration, even if you didn't really understand what was being yeah. said to you. <laughs> I am I am made for kissing. She's, she's right. Maybe I'll kiss a girl one day. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Pez, what else would you like to do? That was your bonus action and movement. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a heroism on Dagonet real fast. Okay, sure. Dagonet, so you reach you out, this? touch Dagonet on the back. Dagonet, you have how many um how many temp hit points does it do per turn? Uh, I have four for charisma modifier. Do spell casting ability modifier. Okay, so so Dagonet. Um, at the at the start of each of its turns. So at the start of your turn, Dagonet, you will have four temp hit points. Okie dokie. Okay. All right. Uh, Pez, is there anything else you'd like to do? Sweat, probably. Probably sweating already anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eli? You're in the mix, bud. What do you want to do? <laughs> Speaking of sweat, and I'm sweating like a Christmas ham. Okay, so mechanically... Potion of fire resistance. If I was to uncork that sucker and uh, drink it, would that be an action? Indeed, it would be an action. Oh, because you are starting sister. your turn yeah. uh, within 30 feet of the swarm, please roll sure. me a constitution saving throw for I'm the heat. I'm sorry, within 30 feet of the swarm? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's um, a 19. 19, great constitution saving throw. Uh, so because you succeed, you're able to sit inside the heat here. For your turn. Uh, Beautiful. Yes. I'd love to not. Um, I assume that... Uh, so wait, can so you can move within the swarm without incurring an attack, but still, if you go outside, you would incur an attack of opportunity? I've never dealt yes, with the swarm before. So but if you sure. end your turn within the swarm, and I didn't read this last time, so I'm not saying anything about it until right now, uh-huh. Uh, you, the heat is so intense inside the swarm that you'll take 2d8 points of fire damage if you end your turn inside Within of it. it. Yeah. This is not the 30 feet. This so is 30 feet is the beginning, is the of, beginning your of your turn. Of your turn okay. You have the potential to take 1d8 points of fire damage. Okay. If you end inside the swarm, it's an additional 2d8. Okay. Now, the potion gives you resistance, which means all of that would be halved. Mm -hmm. um, the start of your turn has a con save if you make the con save you don't get burned but if you just end inside of it it doesn't matter you're close enough that it is just burning you okay Eli is going to uh, 
feet movement, not 30. Okay. A little hedge legs. Eli is going to step back to where Dagonet is. Hand him the potion. Okay. And, and get the heck back. One, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Three. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up in it anyway. Um, as it as you exit the swarm, it does bite at you, but it, it big rolls double ones, big so miss. you're good. Okay. And then as Eli is running out, he's uh, he's going to cast uh, spiritual weapon. That and, is a uh, natural twenty. Turn around. And uh, you have and spiritual weapon? Sure do. <laughs> okay. Sure do, baby. It's brand brand spanking new. Uh, and as he as he what turns does it around, look like. Yeah, thank you for yeah, asking. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm a curious peanut. No, so. totally. Be curious. So Eli, he hands the potion off to Dagonet and says, "Here you go, friend." And he runs out. And as he's running, he kind of turns back, and it looks like he almost like javelin throws a rapier, uh, a spiritual rapier that is like. The the per, the pink ribbon of the 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 emblem of community is kind of like flying along it, and it just like, bam, oh, it hits like the center of the swarm and just does whatever spiritual weapons do, man. It just like, boom, stabs right at I don't know bats. Um, stabs at bats. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. A, it just exists hit. in the swarm right now. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, Within five feet of the weapon. Okay, cool. I'll have to save that token. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to hit the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus my... Okay, so that should be... Uh, 1d8 plus my whiz. Okay. Yeah, did you click the, the, the word spiritual yeah, weapon that did yeah. it? Yeah, okay, I just perfect. wanted to make sure it was set up correctly because I don't remember doing that. Uh-huh, and we... Double the die roll, so it's six plus two because it was a crit. Oh, true, 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 true. Uh, or six. Wait, why is it? Oh six no, six it, I'm two? sorry. Oh, it's already doing the crit. Okay, okay, it rolled it, rolled it twice. That's fine. So it's eight, okay. eight total. Yeah, eight total damage. One d eight plus three equals three plus three, and then one d eight equals two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So eight total damage with your spiritual weapon on on this particular turn. Um, you do note that. Though it, it it seems to, um, you know, kill a bat, it doesn't really seem to, like, be dissipating the swarm. You're not doing, like, a whole lot of damage to a lot of bats all simultaneously or anything like that. And the bats seem to still be, like, coalescing mostly around the orb in the center. Mm. But yes, so that's that's good. Spiritual weapon is cast. It is sitting inside of the uh, the ember bat swarm here. You uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, it, that was a is spiritual weapon's a bonus action, right? It is a bonus action. Holy yep. crap! I double checked. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so yeah. you have an action. I, I I thought handing the potion off would be an action. To be honest, I, generally I call pick like picking up a weapon or anything like that is like a movement cost. No, no fooling. Yeah. So because you've, I mean, I would say that you don't have movement left. Yeah. But like. Oh yeah, I'm I'm fresh out of fresh out of movement. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I did not consider this. Uh. 
I'm gonna. Nah, that's also a bonus action. Hmm. If I do two bonus actions, no, one requires concentration. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Uh, no, unfortunately, that's all I can do, I think. I, I don't okay, think my boy fine. has ranged weapons of any kind. No worries. This brings us all the way back around to the top. Lucky. <laughs> this um, Ember Bat Swarm is here. Uh, I believe everyone is within 30 feet yes. now. Uh, so can I get con. a constitution saving throw, please? Sweet. Guess who has negative one in constitution? Totally not you. 15, you okay. make the save. It okay. hurts, it burns, but you, you're able to fight through it long enough to well, take your turn. <gasps> um, <laughs> now that it is at least close enough, because I wasn't gonna debate it before, but I would probably, or Lucky would probably not notice this big sphere in the middle. Yeah, Correct? sure. Okay. It's a, it's a big target deal. I'm not gonna, oh, I can't. I, I imagine it's really hard to like pull a bow and target through bats to this sphere. Right, and it's just like, it's blinding you to look at it. Yeah, so he's just gonna go, hey, and um, do his visual for like hail of thorns and then shoot. And I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, uh, Dagonet, because you're gonna have to save on this too. But um, you're gonna use hail of thorns, which means I take a, uh, I do an attack, and then I don't want to put this in the chat. What? what oh, oh, there we go. No, yeah, it should it. just. That should, if you cast the spell, it should ah, come okay. up. Okay, level one. Boop. I'm a, I'm a new. I'm a beginner yeah. caster. Okay. Yeah. Calm down. Creates a rain of thorns that sprout from your ranged weapon or ammunition. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, the target and attack creature within five feet must make a dex save. Creature takes one d10 piercing on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. So I need you to roll your attack. Are you trying to attack the orb itself, or are you trying to attack bats? Uh, I'm trying to attack the orb itself, but okay. Lucky's idea is if I do Hail of Thorns too, then hopefully it'll hit some bats as well. I don't know, you know. Right, right, right. And so. um, I think trying to hit the orb because it's so hard to look directly at it, it's going to be something at dis. Well, you know what? I think it's just an AC bonus. I think that's actually tells me if it's an AC. It is an AC bonus. So yeah, so go ahead and roll it. Go ahead and roll it, and we're going to see what happens. So 21. Yeah, it hits. That's wonderfully shot. So even though you're like, eh, eh, and you shoot it, and these thorns sprout along the edges of the of the arrow there, it does indeed strike the orb. Now, do these count so as two enemies? Uh, the orb versus the bats now. Yes. Does Hordebreaker have a size limit, or is it just closeness? Or Five distance? feet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so you might push the attack or weapon attack damage on this one and then try to make the second attack? Yeah, so do the okay. weapon attack now, and then we're going to do Hail of Thorns because it's on this attack. Got it. And then we'll do the secondary attack. All right. So, and then roll so 1d10. 11 piercing damage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's, that's a number. Um, that's if so they... They need to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. So Dagonet, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Alrighty. <laughs> the the bats indeed fail. Uh, some uh, thorns shoot out and thump, thump, and you watch as like two bats kind of just fall to the side. Um, like, the or the <laughs> orb fails its dexterity saving throw. You note that it does not even move, uh, so it automatically fails that. And. Uh, <laughs> Is a shield plus one or plus two to AC? I can't remember. Plus two. Okay. As shield master, I can add my AC, my shield AC, to the saving throw. Heck yeah, you can. It's a great feat. I love this. And if I successfully make this, I don't take the half damage. Nice. 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. So that's plus, oh, that's a nine. It's a nine, I believe. What's your spell save DC? I think it's 13, Lucky. Uh, ooh, let me make sure. It's 12. It is 12. But you only take two points of damage, so. So yes, correct. So two points of damage. Um, I, it's probably because it's just super bright in here, Dagony. You like try to get the shield up and in the way, but like you miss where it actually contacted. So the Thor's just like thunk, thunk. He doesn't know what he's trying to defend against. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're probably you're thinking like, man, that was probably more bats, right? Like that's yeah. I'm I'm here in the swarm. Maybe some bat claws got through. Yeah. <laughs> I feel okay. like uh, so oh. uh, with seeing a couple of bats fall, like he's gonna be like, okay, oh, yeah, and then. I'm gonna expend the Bardic Inspiration now on my second attack. I'm just gonna announce it ahead of time, even if I do already roll well, because okay, I feel like so I'm hitting a lot. So roll, roll that longbow. Woo. Yeah, oh, that's a that is a natural one, but you do have a a six that you could roll here. I don't know if it's gonna do anything, but we're gonna try. No, a three. <laughs> If, I mean, you only needed two more to actually hit this thing, but that's okay. I think the arrow just gets lost in the swarm. You have no idea if it hit or not. No idea. So you're just like, uh... Probably like, yeah, yeah, they definitely, they definitely hit. Because all down. of you guys are like squinting, looking at this yeah. thing anyways. It's super hard to tell. Uh, uh, but yeah. It's okay. a little too hot for my uh, my feelings right now. So I'm going to, um, I'm just going to... Yeah, it's kind of take a step back there. Until yeah, it's yeah, cool yeah. enough, which I imagine would... I don't... So thirty feet 20. away. Yeah. That's twenty-five. Twenty. I don't know where you are. Oh, there you oh, are. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, boom. Yep. Okay. So this is thirty from that location. Thirty from this location. It's yeah. So you're good. You're out of it. Little whiskers curled. <laughs> I didn't even realize Tever was in it. I'm gonna move him a step back because there's no way in heck he's gonna get close enough to get burned here. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, okay. Lucky. Is that is that your go? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had thumbs up. Oh, I no worries. Like, so, yes. Lucky is Perfect. now sweating on the edge. Like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. The Ember Bat Swarm is certainly agitated now, and it has one thing within its current grasp. It moves to engulf Dagonet. Just like this, and the orb moves along with it. The orb can't occupy the same space that you do, but you feel like something bump against you. It's super hot. Everything is terrible, and it's going to try to bite you. All the bats come flying in, trying to eat at you. That's an 11. No. So you have... This is a great time for us to talk about something. Dagonet, Dagonet, you look a little bit different than last time we went adventuring. Um, you got yourself a full set of plate armor. Oh, what yeah. does that look like? I imagine he's kept it very shiny, as just as his shield, so he is probably just as bright right now as this orb, as the light just reflecting off of everything. Uh, it's probably not, like, you know, too ornate. It's just simple, but, you know, clean, crisp, no dents, no scuffs. Just, you can see, like, those I've... images of bats just swirling around in it. Yeah, because it's always it's gonna be mirror shined, right? Hopefully. This is Dagonet's stuff, so it's gonna be super clean. I also forgot to update your AC on our stats page. So, what is your current AC, Dagonet, with your shield? It is twenty. It is twenty. There it is, updated for everyone there at home. An AC of twenty. So, uh, yeah, it might take a while to get through the the new and improved Dagonet Iron Man armor. You love um, to see it. Yeah, the, the true tank has arrived. So the swarm is unable to get through to you, uh, but you do feel yourself, and especially in that heavy metal armor heating up, Dagonet, you are sweaty. 
cooking. You are indeed. We are cooking uh, roast owl, I guess. Dagonet, it is your turn, though. What would you like to do? Well, first I... off, I need a Constitution saving throw from you, though. Oh. That is that is a natural one. Uh, so <laughs> I would call that a, a failure of the saving throw. Taking one d eight fire damage, six points of fire damage as you feel the armor heating up, burning against you. Okay, what would you like to do now? He is certainly singed. Oh, it is mighty hot in here, friends. Uh, don't, I do not recommend uh, coming any closer, eh? And uh, he's going to down the potion that Eli tossed him. Okay, yeah. So for the next hour, you have fire resistance. Okay, and then I'm going to action surge. You're going to action surge. Okay. So you have an additional action that you get to do stuff with. What are you doing? I am spearing the orb that's clinking against me. Yeah, you can like you can feel it's like boomf, boomf, boomf. Okay, spear away. Uh a 12? Yeah, I think because you're within the swarm, the and it's bumping against you, 12 is its AC. So yeah, that'll work. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Six piercing damage against it. And you feel your spear sink into it. And when you pull it back out, the camera obviously isn't as blind as you guys are, right? So we see that it's like the half of the spears become blackened by stabbing the heat inside of it. Um, we So we notice it like kind of charred on the outside. Uh, but yeah, so six damage to this. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Excellently done. Uh, but you feel like you feel pretty much like no resistance when you go in. It feels like it's empty, and you just we can hear the heat and the singeing. And you pull it out, and you got this blackened spear now. Uh, Dagon, is there anything else that you'd like to do? Oh, it's very uh, interesting, but uh, he's going to weather the storm. Okay, because you are ending your turn within the swarm, oh, yeah. you will take two d eight points of fire damage. That is eight more points of fire damage as you begin cooking even more within this armor. Okay. Hez. It's hot! Please roll me a constitution save and throw. Yeah, okay. Con save. Yeah, not enough. The heat is getting to you. As the swarm has moved in, it's become even hotter in its proximity to you. And so you keep feeling the heat as it gets closer and closer. Six. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Dagonet, you're doing amazing. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be right over here. I'm gonna, I'm still here. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. It does over here. As you I'm move away there. from the swarm, it bites out at you. Oh. Uh, a 10, I don't believe, it hits your armor class. But uh, you do know, as you, like, bat away the, the bats that are coming at you, you're like, oh, no, please don't. They're, like, trying to come out and bite you, and they got little flames coming out of their nostrils. I'm just trying to load my crossbow, like, oh, God. <laughs> No. So you, yeah, you, so you retreat backwards. I love how, like, I'm looking at the map now. We've got this nice, like, semicircle of everyone being 35 feet away from the heat. <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect. Dagonet, dead center. Um, yeah, just, okay. Like, so there's, like, a map's edge there. Because, like, I, wow, we're, we're good now. <laughs> we're good now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, getting, it's getting a little closer on the edge. Um, okay, so what are you doing, Pez? 
I'm just looking for crossbow and I'm just gonna turn around and try and just shoot right in the middle there. I don't know, that's all I got. Just lay it. You're gonna just shoot at the, the swarm itself? Yeah, just right in in the middle, so long as I don't hit back in A, because that would... So I, I I generally, like, give some credence to, like, oh, you guys are, you know, you're skilled enough that you can hit things, but Dagonet is, like, on top of this thing right now. It'd be very difficult to hit it from this particular angle. I don't know what else to do, so I'll just aim a little above it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Bad. So, I mean, shooting at the swarm is totally okay. I'm just saying if you're trying to hit the the orb, Dagonet's, like, hulking armor is just distinctly in the way at this point. Yeah. I don't want to hit Dagonet. Okay, so you fire at the swarm. It hits a 13, definitely hits the swarm of bats. Uh, so go ahead and roll me some damage. Six more piercing damage to the swarm. You note that, like, a bat falls, but like, the swarm itself doesn't seem diminished in any way. It's still raging around Dagonet and this orb now. It's fine. It's fine. It's probably fine. Look, it's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else that you would like to do, bonus actions and or otherwise? Oh, I do have those. Um, I might as well just throw another bardic inspiration at someone, right? That's a range of 60 feet, sure. I think? Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good range. Yeah. Just gonna point at Eli. Eli, you're doing great! That was a really cool sword thing you did there! Just keep doing that! That was, that was neat! Nice! Give him a bardic inspiration. And speaking of Eli, it is now your go! What would you like to do? Uh, I believe I'm still within 30 feet, so I guess I go. You are indeed. Dude. Yeah, as the swarm moved forward, it moved you back within range of the heat here. Um, so roll me a, a Constitution saving throw, please. Uh, Twenty. Yeah. So you're 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 continually able to bear the the heat from this distance. Mm -hmm. um, it, it doesn't affect you as much as being within the swarm itself. So, what? So, if if the spiritual weapon were to attack, will is it able to find the orb, or like, does it kind of rely on you my direct sight? it? You direct okay. where it goes. Okay. Um, you know a general location of where that orb is. You can see the bright light as the bats like go over it, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of shadowing it. You can see it behind there. You can make a pretty good guess. Again, I think for this, because it's based on your sight, I would give it the AC bonus. Um, but other than that, you'd still be able to make a strike at it. Hmm. I'm gonna do some 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 hope money here. Uh, let's, let's do a cheeky little detect magic. Is that orb magical? You know what? It absolutely is. Um, so what does your detect magic look like? How do, how how do you figure this out? Do you pray? So, uh, uh, yeah, I I think he says a quick little prayer, sort of like a like, you know, Gaspard, give me knowledge beyond my my wisdom and whatnot and i think his eyes just for a moment just like flash pink like mm -hmm. as if like activating this like new sense of like beyond his intelligence sight um and i i'd like to think that it kind of i mean <laughs> uh as much as a a glowing orb can have an aura uh this sure. thing has an aura now <laughs> yeah it, it's only become brighter in your yeah, sight yeah, now as you look at it um it is indeed uh magical and it says that you can tell the, the school of magic if the any. school of magic it yeah. is a it is a conjuration based uh magic here um it seems to it seems to be a conjuration 
Uh, I would say that if you wanted to roll an Arcana check to see what exactly that means, or if you have any knowledge of this type of thing, you you could. Um, that that's up to you. Would that eat up my bonus action? Uh, if I, did that, I would. That... I would say it would. I'm kind of tying that. Generally, when you do a check like that, it's it's a full action. Yeah. I would yeah. say you could use it as a bonus action because you did a detect magic, so you're spending your whole turn trying to figure this out. No, I'll forego the Arcana okay. check. Um, yeah, no worries. Because I'd like to keep my spiritual weapon bonus action. Uh, I could repeat the attack as a bonus action. So, um, and you can move the the rapier as well. I can. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to zero in on that orb now that I have kind of like a, a targeting system on it. Yeah, absolutely. So you move in at the orb, and you're like, okay. It's even brighter now. You've kind of got like this fairy fire essence around it. That is another natural 20 on the spiritual weapon. Holy crap, this rapier is poking away. Gaspard's rapier it hits. fucking strikes too much. True, my guy. Uh, it's, it totally hits. Another okay. 8 plus 3. Um, So it's 11 total. Yep. Uh, <laughs> on the orb. Specifically yep. the orb. Yeah, okay. The rapier sinks to the hilt into the orb because it doesn't put up any resistance. And the orb snuffs out. It just I pop the balloon. Gone. Yeah, like popping a balloon. Has the so, heat. And then all of a sudden, the the aura that you saw as well is just gone. How's the heat? The yeah. swarm of Everbats is still here, and it is still the, mad. The heat was still coming off of and them. And the heat is still happening. Okay, like the thirty feet heat. Mm-hmm. As far as you can okay. tell right now, it's still it's still hurting. Okay. I don't want to lose sight of Dagonet. I'm gonna stay there. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Lucky, what would you like to do here? You note that oh, it becomes so much easier to see. You get that like that vision where you have that black mark of where the light used to be and it's kind of just obscuring your sight and you're trying to clear it before you, you know, take another shot with your bow. Um, but now in the center of the swarm, you only see Dagonet. Uh, Lucky, I guess, I don't, like, he doesn't feel the heat anymore, but uh, as well as Dagonet, Lucky's intelligence is not very good. So, he's gonna trundle in like, oh, the, the, the heat's gone, the, the the orb's gone too. Uh, he's gonna kind of like move his way over to Eli, try to get close to him and be like, "What? What is happening? Is it all right?" Um, and he's gonna just fire another shot into the bats, um, to try to help yeah. defend off uh, Agony. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll me. Uh, roll me your bow. An eleven. 11. Uh, it just misses. Uh, you're unable to make a contact with with any of the bats within the swarm. Um, they seem less organized now that you notice. You take it. You're like, oh, they they kind of fly in this pattern around the orb, and the orb's gone, and you miss because the orb's gone. Yeah. And they're kind of flying more chaotically now, seemingly without any rhyme or reason. He's just like, I can't, I can't. and he looks over at Eli. He's like, did you take the potion? Did you take? Did you take, take the potion? Dagonet has it. He took it. Oh, did he take the potion? think so. I okay, hope all right, so. All right, all right, okay, okay. And he'll just end his turn here. All right, yeah, excellent. Uh, the swarm itself is is becoming disjointed. It's it's starting to 
somewhat shrink in size because it seems to be splitting. It, it, there seems to be no, again, no rhyme or reason to their movements anymore. It seems to be coming apart, uh, uh, but they are still, yes. I ended my turn in there and I want something cool to happen if it hits me. What, 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 I ended the, my turn within 25 feet of the bats. Is that the damage? Oh, no, 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 no. Within the swarm oh, is where you take damage I at the, the end of your turn. 30 feet. Oh, 30 I'm an, feet is I'm at an this. idiot. Don't it's okay. pay attention to your dumb ranger. 30 he feet is, is at the start of your turn. Uh, within the swarm is end of the turn. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the swarm itself, it's starting to deteriorate. I'm just denoting that with the, the two things here. But Dagony, you are still definitely within it here, uh, and so it, they're they're it's making another attack on you. Um, so click another twelve. Yeah. So what's hurting you more now is just being in here. The bats can't seem to get through the armor, which makes sense. It's definitely armor that's too great for bat teeth. Um, but it is still very very warm. Uh, the bat the bat swarm itself, it, it just it's not moving anywhere just yet. Uh, but that is that is the turn. Dagony, what would you like to do? Alrighty, well, I'm starting my turn. Uh, is the uh, heroism still going? Do I get still four? Um, did you take any damage, Pez? No. Yeah, I took um. The roll me, fire. roll me a Constitution check, please. Constitution saving throw. Excuse me. Me? Yes, Constitution saving throw. Uh, a nine, one under what you would need to maintain ah. the concentration on heroism. So heroism falls off right now. Dagonet, I need a constitution saving throw because you are starting within 30 feet of the swarm. Okay, a seven. Uh, so that is a that is a fail as as well as well uh, as a whale. Uh, so one d8 fire damage, but halved because you took the potion. So two fire damage. Okay. All right. So now, what would you like to do? The swarm is still here around you. Hmm. He has no idea where anyone else is. So he is just going to pick the swarm to the left. Okay, yeah, go for it. He's just going to try and spear bat. I suppose maybe try and, like, dishevel them some more. Yeah, sure. You're trying to just, you know, keep them at bay. Mm Mm-hmm. 22 absolutely hits. Seven more piercing damage. Yup, yup, yup. Uh, again, you like you spear another bat or two, and but it's still the swarms are still there. It doesn't seem to be dis- dissipating them currently. Um, but yeah, okay, okay, okay. Is there anything else that you you'd like to do? He's just gonna stay there. He's he's gonna make sure that the bats don't leave him. All right. Uh, currently, because of the size of the swarm, still. Um, you are going to take the 2d8 fire damage by being within the radius at the very end. Uh, so that's 11 half. So you're going to take five more points of fire damage being within the range here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Pez, it is your go. What would you like to do? That's me. I want to see. Uh, 35 feet. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to be dumb and I'm going to. I have an idea. It might be super dumb, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just toggle my way on over there. Beep, beep, beep. As close as I can get for now. I can't wait. Yeah, do it. This is gonna be real great. It's gonna work out flawlessly, but not this time. 
because I, that's as far as I can get with my little pigeon legs. So I'm just gonna shoot another arrow. <laughs> get one of them. Maybe. Okay. Do the button. There it is. The button. That is a natural twenty on that on that first roll. There, you definitely got one at least somewhere in there. Uh, nine more piercing damage delivered to the bat swarm. And we, I think we get this like nice shot of the crossbow bolt going off and it skewers like three of the bats in a row as it goes all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool, great shot, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, okay, is there anything else that you, you would like to do? I think that's it for now, yeah. Okay, wonderful. Um, Eli, it is your go, what would you like to do? The swarms are beginning to deteriorate here. Uh, I'm watching their health go down as well, so you're doing more and more damage to these swarms. They're getting smaller and smaller. Um, and bats are also beginning to fly off. Mm -hmm. Suppose I should make a con save. Yes, absolutely. 15? 15, you make the save, you're good. Great. Um, do I have any indication of like whether or not the bats are starting to fly off because the orb has dissipated? Um, I think it's pretty clear that the bats were swarming the orb itself. Mm -hmm. They moved with the orb when it moved. And as soon as the orb has disappeared, the bats have started to separate. So mm -hmm. I don't know how smart Eli is. Um, but I, I think with anyone above like 13. a 13, yeah. 13, you can pretty well surmise yeah, that that is the like case. Especially with your, your note that there's like a summoning magic at play here too. Yeah. You could probably put some of these, some of these together. Okay. So somebody summoned this orb. Okay. I think Eli is going to... If you'll allow me, mm. simultaneously, he'd like to kind of take his bonus action to swing the sword again and also cast Thaumaturgy and cause his voice to boom. Sure, sure. And kind of like when you're swatting something away and trying to scare a bear or something and like making noise and everything, just sort of as he swats with the sword, yeah, get out of here! Go on, get. It. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Roll me, roll me the sword. Sure. Right. Roll uh, me true, the true, sword. True. Are you just? Yeah. Are you? Are you attacking one? Yeah, of the, it, it's going to be things? an actual attack. Almost another natural Golly. twenty. That is insane. Okay, that was an eighteen. Uh, okay, so twenty-three total. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you attack one of the swarms with the with the thing, and you yeah, you do your five, thaumaturgy. Five force damage on that, and then also the thaumaturgy. Go on, get. Oh, I forgot this was, oh my God, it's force damage. I didn't even realize that. All right, cool. Yeah, go on, get, roll me intimidation, please. Okay. Ooh, 13. Yeah, a 13. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, you note that like, if there was like an extra boom to the to the strike of the force damage from your, your weapon, and they, they seem to start scattering more rapidly. Interesting. Okay, cool. Eli, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I think that's it. 
All right. Uh, Lucky, it is your go. I feel like Lucky, as soon as Eli starts, go on, get him, he's like, yeah, go, go on and get it. Like, <laughs> same time, he's like, what is... I've never. All right, let's get it. All right, get. <laughs> yeah, you realize that it's like it was really whatever Eli did. You've never heard him yell this loud ever. Lucky it is, is very so impressed. loud. <laughs> Probably also swayed to leave. Um, mm. <laughs> Lucky's just gonna uh, fire again back here. I really hope he took that yeah. potion. I'm not going in there though. Uh, do I need to do a, a con? Yes. Uh, so still do the con uh, save. Uh, the swarms are getting smaller, but wait. still do the con save a 10 uh a 10 so you, you fail the con save but it is now a uh because of the location of them and, and things of that nature it is now a 1d4 okay as a damage. reaction i would like to use absorb elements what the heck is that I'm like, yes, it. as a reaction yeah the spell creates some kind of captures incoming energy when you take acid cold fire lightning or thunder lessening its effect on you and storing it for your next melee attack. You have resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. The first time you hit with the melee attack on your next turn, the target takes an extra 1d6 damage of the triggering type. The spell ends. Sure, hell yeah, okay. That's, so, yeah. For story purposes, I feel like the Gion get made him go, he reacts to this incoming like fire damage. He's like, I'm gonna go and get it. And he like puts his bow away and then pulls out his sword with this now newly raged within fire innards. And he's like, all right. He like runs into. Like, yeah, runs towards the swarm. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Sure. Get it, Eli. Yeah. He goes in there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Boom. Eli and Rob right. have never been so proud. He's, this is great. He loves you. He loves Eli so much. Just letting you know. Um, okay, so now we're hitting melee. It's not expected, but thanks. For yeah, the you pull out your bandit captain's sword and you slash mm -hmm. at the swarm, yelling, "Go on, get!" get releasing go on, get. the the built up energy from absorb elements. Mm. All right, go ahead and roll for me. It's a, 12. a twelve, just enough to hit. Perfect. Roll me that damage. Uh, so it's gonna be a plus two for dueling and then a plus d6 for hunter's mark, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Plus two for dueling, plus d6 for hunters. Is that where? Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I don't know how well, that works, but it's there. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a 14. Okay. And now, now I need that d6. It's rolling. My internet's apparently. Taking a big old poop. No, no worries. And then it's also the four for the fire damage. Mm. Uh, so that's eighteen, and then whatever the d six ends up being. It's still just is rolling the dice. Dot dot dot. Perfect. We're good. It... There's a okay, two, good. so it is twenty. <laughs> it is twenty. Twenty on. He's just over there going, clock it, clock it. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's insane. 16 piercing damage so along sad. with the uh, the four fire damage here uh, into this. I think we we get the bat kebab uh, and that is our kebat, I think is what, what chat was calling it. So there we go. And like you get like four in a row on this thing and they're roasting already. They're already like sort of on fire, but then they're like they're roasting around it. It's it's really weird looking. Yeah, when he quits uh, swinging, he's like trying to get it off of his boot. Yeah, and this swarm is great. It's, it's pretty reduced in size here. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, he's going to keep chasing it. So I haven't moved my full movement. So he's sure. just straight up. Going to close on in? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And I don't um, know what with I, I've never had a ability of using with resistance, so I don't know if I need to roll the damage of being within range on being close enough, and then so it, what is right now? You're not within the range okay, of good. the swarm. It is it is dissipated a little bit. You're still in range of the initial save. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, you're fine. Okay. Forgive um, me. Learn along with me, Chad. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It's always good to learn. Uh, the swarms themselves. I, I think at this point, like, the swarm looks more like, uh, like three, three different swarms at this point. Um, and, and they're all beginning to, to fly off in, in different directions. So, um, oops, I didn't mean to move the rapier, but like, they're starting to fly off here. Uh, definitely. So what is their, their fly speed? Okay. Yeah. They're going to start moving off at like max speed here. And as they do so, they begin, they begin splitting up even more and just, you know, becoming smaller and smaller pods of bats as we get further and further away, um, from the, the area here. So, uh, this is, this is all they do. They just start leaving. So you guys are more than well. Dagonet, you can make an attack of opportunity here if you would like. Lucky, you can make an attack of opportunity here if you'd like. Otherwise, they are fleeing the field here and they're dashing. So they're going to move 60 total feet in various different directions as they scatter. So this is, if you want to get the attacks in, this now's the time because otherwise, sure. that's that's it. Yeah, You've I feel done like it. Lucky'd still be skewering, but not going to chase or anything. So. Yeah, sure. So go ahead and give me give me the skewer. Give me the score. Yeah, 13, enough to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Spear, 15, enough to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Six piercing damage from the spear. Uh, oh, did I? Wow. I clicked the damage right as you rolled that, so I thought I clicked it too, and I was like, oh, it's got Eight six. piercing damage from wow. the, the sword. Um, So eight piercing damage from the sword plus the, uh, if you want to do hunters again. It's it's fine. It, okay. I, I don't know why. Yeah, you, what does happen with my internet? Kill a couple more. And uh, I, as long as the 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 feed the video feed and the voice stays up, we're all good. We can I can get you. You can physical roll die if it comes down to yeah, it. Somebody roll um, for me. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, so they they flee into into the 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 ashen plains here, um, and so they they kind of fade from view as they as they fly off, uh, and the heat dissipates as well, and you're you're left scorched singed bitten bleeding uh you feel dagonate the metal cooling around you thankfully as a nice Smoking. breeze kind of rolls through yeah you're you're singed uh lucky's whiskers have that like um when when tom and jerry do a thing and jerry gets his face blown up and he's got the like little you know whisker singes and it's uh it's very uncomfortable um tever comes comes running up to you guys Home, uh, like, oh I was home, oh and, and and I think he runs over to Dagonet uh, quickly first, and he's uh, he's going to to cast. Um, oh my God! You guys told me exactly what the spell was before, and now I've forgotten it again. Lay on hands. The 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 healing the healing cure touch wounds? healing cure touch. wounds. Thank oh, cure you. Wounds. Oh okay. my God! Yeah, lay on hands is the paladin thing. Right. Uh, oh, the one and I'd I always have, forget Jesus. that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, this. yeah. I should know that. Uh, and Cure know. Wounds doesn't show up in, in the compendium, please? Okay, there it is. Yeah. I just want to see what the die roll is. But he's going to run up to Dagonet, and, and, like, he needs to, like, put his hands on you, but, like, it's too it's too hot currently, so he's just like... Ah, 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 ah. Well, you might want to uh, wait a little bit until it uh, cools. Uh, I'm uh, a bit toasty oh, uh, right now. Uh, 
okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, as it as it sort of cools, uh, he he braves it, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna roll. Uh, oh gosh, my internet seems to be dying as well. Apparently, I'm just sitting here unrolling the dice too. It might just be roll twenty. We were having yeah. issues with the the other day. Oh yeah. Okay. So you'll you'll heal four uh, from the 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 cure wounds here. Um, okay. Yeah. So you guys are are left at the edge of this um, this ashen plain. Um, what would you What would you like to do? Real, real quick before this whole encounter ends, uh, as Lucky ran up and did the go on and get and like just decimated that roll. Uh, Eli was still thaumaturgized. Yeah, Lucky. Oh, oh, geez, and kind of like this. Yeah, Lucky. <laughs> His normal voice. <laughs> like, oh, oh, god. Like, oh. spooked himself. <laughs> like, oh, god. I forgot. I cast that. Um, That's awesome. And then he'll, yeah. So he'll he'll go up to the party and uh, dissipate. Just kind of like flick the the weapon. Well, the weapon comes back to him and he sheathes it. And as he like, quote unquote, sheathes it, it sort of just fades out where a sheath would be. Mm. And uh, and he just looks at everybody and says, "There, that was conjuration. That orb." Somebody summoned these bats. Somebody is controlling them. What? That doesn't, doesn't make any... What? I, I know what I saw. I know what I sensed. It's... I And, and Eli's just going to look around to see if he can see any sort of figure nearby, any sort of mage. I don't know. Yeah, roll me perception. Uh, those are my spells. That's not a spell. Hmm? Oh, roll twenty. Don't do me like this. I know. It's I, it's it's everyone right now. It's insane. Don't me. Oh, there we go. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. 21. You look around, and what you see in front of you is it's just the desolation that is the Ashen Grove. It's miles of ash and burned out trees and. Well, I don't, I don't know much about conjurations. I mean, uh, trust you, I'm not saying. But if the bats were conjured, do they go back to who conjures them when they get unconjured? Well, it's not that the bats were conjured, right? I mean, oh. Deborah, you've seen uh, amber bats floating around here. They're they're natural to this area. The orb was conjured, and it drew in the bats, kind of like moths to a flame. Uh, that that's my guess, at least. That's that's. Oh, so so you think someone conjured the orb and drew the bats together for for what purpose? I don't know, but it, they've they've got something against the 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 humblewood, and we got to stop them. If there's somebody behind this, I mean, they're playing with powers that they may very well not comprehend. Or they do comprehend and just don't care. That is... Well, both of those options are, are pretty terrifying. I'm going to be quite honest here. <laughs> but at least we uh, know that uh, it is something more uh, tangible that uh, is, is uh, doing all this. Eh? If it uh, was part of the calamity a long time ago, how, how do we uh, treat that? Eh? 
at least now we have more of a uh, a target, a, a goal. Absolutely. Uh, hmm. Well, it, it could be the thing that, that took my mentor into the ash, maybe. Mm. But it was so large, it, it wasn't like was it a person? I I would wager that there was a person either within or very close to it. I think they're trying to make themselves more frightening than just a person. They're trying to make their presence known, and they got their wish. Mm. Well, um, you all look quite uh, singed. Um, would you would you want to take a, a rest somewhere, or or do you want to push further into the grove now? Well, I, uh, I could use a bit of a sit down, but uh, if we need to push on, uh, I am willing to uh, to wait uh, for the rest. I will. Uh, I will live. I'll survive. Are you sure, old friend? Oh, damn it. I cooked a little bit uh, here, but uh, now I'm just a little seasoned. Eh? tell you though i didn't know what was glowing the uh the the fire of that new armor it's a good look it was uh hard to see i wasn't expecting a fire to be up in my face to but, uh might need to i can't wait for the the dark let's, uh, let's just say that mm. maybe next time we're in alderheart we can all go buy some sunglasses <laughs> it definitely would have helped um, the only reason Rob thinks we should move is just you still have like what a little under an hour of that fire potion. That's like my that's yeah. Like my so one yep. thing as as we continue to to stand here, um, the the fire potions effect are deteriorating, and and I would say probably at this point from being healed and stuff, we've probably spent you know five or six minutes here. I mean, I, I, I don't want him to come back. We rest, maybe we rest forward somewhere, where we find like a cover or an overhang and a like a cliff edge or something. But not on the open like this. Not advice. Yeah, no, yeah. it is not uh, not good to to rest here at all. No, it's, especially if more uh, spinning orbs of bats. If uh, anyone comes back to make more of them here, at, uh, you would be caught. That's for sure. Mm. Oh. All right, you're also very brave. Ah, uh, yes, we can keep going. I'll, I'll take you to the the, the spot. Okay, uh, whatever you're leading. And he like takes like the first step into like the ashen grove area. The forest has given way to this expansive plain of ash dotted with these charred husks of petrified trees. The wind has heat to it and it constantly disturbs the ashen soil. As it blows, small embers can be seen forming in the disturbed ash, glowing briefly before being swept up and fading on the wind. It is clearly unnatural here, and you can feel the heat rising through your boots or into your talons, and sometimes you catch yourself stepping on a recently refired hot coal and having to kind of hop-skip away from it as you continue into the uh, the ashen plain here, and I think 
for us. I think this is a good stopping point for our first break. Uh, and plus, with the issues we're having with Roll20, we're going to get a round of refreshes going on so we can make sure everyone's good and hopefully we can keep rolling dice and things of that nature. So thank you guys for joining us for the first half of Diefall Alderheart, episode 14, and we will be right back. Hey guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Diefall Alderheart, episode 14. If you're new here, think about dropping a follow on the channel. That's twitch.tv slash runawayrobot underscore. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud, and if you would like to reach any of those things, just put in Diefall at any one of those locations. And you can find all of our shows there. Uh, and leave us a little like or a comment. This is especially important on iTunes for every, you know, like and comment that they get on there. We actually see an uptick in viewership or listenership, which is which is a pretty interesting thing. If you'd like to catch up with the, the video format, though, you can head on over to YouTube.com slash Runaway Robot. Uh, and you can find all sorts of Dungeons & Dragons stuff there, as well as a couple reviews of some Dungeons & Dragons supplementary material as well. Um... That being said, thank you so much to to our patrons. If you guys would like to become patrons of the Diefall family here, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Diefall. Uh, we have some cool little things that you can get for, for uh, being a part of the, the Patreon. Every month you will have a, an NPC named put into a hat and drawn out and used during one of the shows. Uh, there are episode recaps up for, for grabs there. There are... Uh, post shows that we would do for, for certain tiers there. And there's also an art tier if you would like to get art of this particular game done by some fantabulous artists, including our lovely Simply Jackson, Malaveth, and the Lady May, then you can absolutely go to that tier as well. So thanks to our patrons, the uh, Zombie Fighter, Wraith, ESG, and Tin Robot. I appreciate that. All of the proceeds go to our players. Just keep that in mind. We would like to pay them for their time and their talent and hopefully give you guys something back in return. We will be right back for the second half of Diefall Alderheart, episode 14. So so they've won Alderheart now. Uh, we've discussed it. Uh, it's, it's over for everyone. Um, but welcome back to Diefall Alderheart, episode 14, part to our heroes find themselves entering the uh, ashen plains of the scorched grove after having just solved the puzzle of the bats and the orb and the thing by hitting it repeatedly which with enough force you can solve any puzzle uh so what would you guys like to do you've decided that you want to go deeper into the grove here so how do you want to how do you want to proceed uh, we have Tever kind of leading the way here. Um, and so he's trying to take you to the location where he found this this creature, right? So that's that's his goal. Um, is there anything that you guys want to be doing while this is happening? Uh, Lucky's going to essentially like keep Scout looking eye out okay, for sure. anything coming. Um. I'll give you a, a, a choice for this. Do you want to be looking out for this particular creature, or do you want to be looking out for general things? I think anything that seems like it's fire. like Seems like it's fire. fire-based would be good. <laughs> sure, I Even think that's a general... things on fire, maybe avoid yeah. just things on anything. 
Okay. Anything that has Trees, flames on it, is that what we're looking fences, for? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Roll me a perception check then. I think that's general enough that I could say you're looking for fire. Like, so roll me, roll me some of that percept. Yeah. Uh, okay. Boop. Did it go through? <laughs> nah, we're we're sitting waiting, wishing. So Why? it's 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 okay. Uh do you have a, a D twenty near you somewhere? Uh yes, actually. Oops. And I have my sheet up, so I can just yeah, just go ahead and roll me a roll me a d20 and let me know what it says. Like I get back in the page and it's like, <laughs> oh there, well, oh there it goes. We're good. Nineteen, pretty good perception check there. Looking for things that are on fire. Well, uh, besides your perception roll, uh, there's a, quite a few things that just are generally on fire. Um, but what you note is that nothing is is on fire like the the bats themselves right exuding flame there's like low flames on burnt out trees again there's those coals that you see sometimes they'll flare up a little bit and you'll see some flames up like from the ground um but there's not like a giant fire thing there's not like a, a bonfire anywhere or anything like yeah. that most no, like of the time, normal admittance of light somewhere, just like that's it. Kind of not, thing. not from what you can see. You do see uh, ember bats flying in the distance. Not necessarily swarms of them, but you do see like, like flocks. Maybe I don't know if ember bats flock, uh, but but you know, not as large a swarm that you did see. But you do see ember bats around. Um, but they seem to be pretty far in the distance and and, and just flying. Uh, you do see them like alight on some burned out trees sometimes. Uh, you note that. An ember bat like lands on a on a tree and kind of hangs upside down, but it turns out it's a little bit too burnt out, so the ashen arm of the tree just kind of like cracks and falls off and poof, into the ground where the ash is. Um, but you're not noticing anything like not really nothing that was similar to what you just fought, and nothing that's like a large fire. Okay, I, I imagine he would just use his knowledge to like point out any small families of bats that are flying and just advising to keep behind a bush or a shrub or something if they get close enough. Sure, yeah. Never. So. That's okay. it. Thanks. Okay. Um. So what is the rest of the party doing here as Tever walks you to where he remembers the attack? I think Eli's just kind of keeping vigilant, like, hand on weapon, uh, physical mm. weapon. Um, sure. And looking for, he's not entirely, utterly convinced that they're not being watched. Uh, so he's looking for any evidence of a not fire person. Yeah, roll me another perception for that while you're in here and you guys are traveling. Uh, so you're looking, so we were looking for fire and now we're looking for a person, right? So it's a little bit, a little bit different. And you have a very particular eye out for this thing. That's a natural 20. So you're looking for a person. And what you note is that this place is desolate. And there's not hide nor feather of some kind of creature that doesn't necessarily already belong here. Hmm. And I mean, as far as we can see, it's like flat-ish, like wastes. Like it's not like there's no yeah. buildings, so it's an ex- there's mm-hmm. no anything. Like it is that. an expansive plain of ash with just these husks of petrified trees some of them have been tipped over some of the branches have fallen off mm-hmm. um but there no there's no evidence of of any type of life or city that that used to be here or if there is, was one um 
again, we, remembering the story of the, quote, calamity, it happened, you know, centuries ago that this place has been kind of burned out. And I realize now that I'm losing the music because now I've lost connection to Roll20, so that's going to be fun. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and refresh my side, and hopefully nothing breaks. But other than that, yeah, so there's nothing, there's no evidence of uh, civilized life. Let me put it that way. Pez has probably forgotten why they're here and what they're doing. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's just looking out for pretty rocks, I think. Like, different kind of fun-looking rocks, maybe. Okay, um, roll me perception. And uh, you're going to look for rocks. Are you going to, like, try to dig through some of the ash here to find anything? or Just see if anything pokes out. Maybe shuffle her feet around. But okay. Like... Sure. Yeah. Roll me perception for this. In so Pez's, my... in, oh, I'm sorry. In Pez's experience, do, do different rocks make different sounds when you play them? Probably. You should probably experiment around with that. Mm, yeah. An ash rock. Ooh, something all like porous. Mm. So my roll twenty is also down, and I'm not sure what my perception number is, but I rolled a thirteen. Perfect. You rolled a 13. I have your character sheet up. My roll 20 is back. Uh, so it's just a 13. You have no bonus to your your, your thing, so you're good. Um, yeah, with a 13, you kind of like shuffle around stuff. Uh, I think at some point in time, you like catch a hot coal ember on yeah. one of your talons as you like shuffle through the the ash here and you get it caught on the top of your towel you have to like kind of shake your foot off a little bit and see if you can't um you know try try dislodge it you do but you you suffer like a small burn on one of your little talons that was my best toe this place sucks um but as for rocks there's a lot of petrified wood but there doesn't seem to be like rock unless you really want to start getting below this this heavy layer of ash i'll grab some wood use it to You'll grab some wood already rock yeah so there there are basically just charred pieces of wood you just you're more than welcome to grab any size you'd like heck yeah probably just something she can hold comfortably just a couple of those okay sure so you get a couple of them and, and it's easy enough again they're all over the place so you're not really missing out on anything here um, okay, Dagonair, are you doing anything in particular? I imagine he's taking up the rear, you know, moving a little slower than normal. Mm -hmm. you know, kind of using as one of his spears as like a walking stick. Sure, yeah. Um, so as you guys continue to proceed, Tever gets more and more nervous the deeper and deeper you guys go into uh, this, this, this grove. And eventually, uh, like an hour or so passes. And Tever's like, oh... Well, um, this is the spot right here. This is where, oh, this is where I lost him, my poor, poor teacher. I, um, I, I, I don't see any, I, I don't see him anywhere. Um, um, but I, I suppose we should probably take a look around. Uh, Eli is going to do his best to kind of like gently like he's on mission for sure like he's trying to be vigilant but he's also going to try and be conscious of Tever's nerves and sort of try to like help him 
look around, like kind of help him get there. Like he's trying to lead and maybe Eli's trying to take some of the burden off of him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea, Tever. Okay. Okay. Good idea. Yes. Good idea, Tever. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, um, so it, it rose from the ashes over there and he kind of points off to the distance a little bit. And and it and it came up and then uh, we turned to run. He, he yelled for me to run and I, I turned and I left. And then when I looked behind, the the ash and the mound had consumed where he was, and that's where I lost him. Um, maybe maybe about uh, 60, 60 feet ish that way. All right, all right, that's a good start. You said the mound consumed him. Like yes, uh, self rose up. Yes, it 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 came out of nowhere. We felt this this rumble in the ground, and then the ash rose up, and like like there was something coming out, and and it came directly for us at such speed, and, and we turned to run, and I I lost sight of him, and and when I turned back, he, I I can only I can only assume that it took him. Eli is gonna walk over to the the sixty feet away that he had pointed out, and I don't know. I, I guess look for the ground to be any different, like as though sure. like I guess he's looking for like living ash or living earth of some sort. Like I I, I don't know. I just, so. Yeah, you're looking for for a trace, a sign, some yeah, kind of yeah, something yeah. you could track, right? Like some kind of thing. Um, so for this, this is a generally a survival check. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're gonna be looking to see if there was a trace of some kind of creature that had done something here. So go ahead and roll me a uh, a, a survival, please. Uh, so a twenty three, definitely well rolled. Yeah, you get over there, and it's different than the the ash that you had seen previously. It it seems recently, recently, it seems to have been disturbed rather than a lot of the ash and plain here just seems like flat. There's dirt mixed in with the ash in this location. Whereas in a lot of the other pieces, it's just this, this matting of, of this ash. Whereas Pez had kind of like dug through the ash a little bit to get to the ground where that would be, where the rocks would be. You note that that has been brought to the surface and it's large. It, it spans a large area. Would it look tilled? Like if like freshly tilled earth? Yeah, it's like as it... You, you do note that it it was kind of hard for Eli to find. The, the roll was excellent. Um, like a fresh layer of ash would have fallen over this because there's been a couple days since the, the thing had happened. But when you walk over to it and you, you know, you plant your foot into the ground, you'd be able to feel that the dirt is there and it's not just the ash. So yes, it would look like the earth had been tilled, but in in such a way that the rut would have been 15 feet across? Does it... Does it look like something burrowed down? Or does it look like something dragged along it? And it's looking like there's like a starting or ending. Yeah. For this yeah rut, like or is it, it like are equal we, are we on both ends kind of tracks thing? Tracks or like upset terrain? 
Uh, so taking a closer look at this and, and getting the help of your, your friends here, you know that you can kind of like step down into where this terrain's been disturbed after you like you uncover where the ash has been. It doesn't go down into the ground that you can see right here, but you can see as you like follow it backwards that it's it's it does it looks like the rut of uh, farmland, right? So it's pushed up onto the sides. All of this dirt has been disturbed, and under under that is this where this 15 foot across like just rut would be um and it continues down a length um back towards where uh tever tells you that they had been running from and so if you turn and you go back to the other direction the the rut continues and then it seems to disappear it has like an ending point where it looks like either whatever it was went deeper and is no longer disturbing the upper portions of the ground but you do note that it doesn't leave, like, there's not, like, a cave formation here. The The land and the ash is so soft, it's, like, collapses back in on itself before you would be able to, like, go into a hole here. It's kind of like digging in dry sand. Yeah. Um, Lucky, would we be able to sense any more heat from any part of this, walking back and forth? Is any... Like, if you take, like, 10 feet this way or 20 feet that way, just kind of, like, patrolling the sides of it, does any pot seem hotter? Warmer, colder, warmer? Yeah. No, I mean, like, literally, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a trace yeah. of heat from something. <laughs> sure. Um, you you note that that the whole of this, this particular rut um, is as cold as the ground could possibly be in mm. this location. Um, one side, like if you go back to the beginning of where you found it begin, um, where Tever says he saw the earth seize up as, as, as if something large had been burrowing underneath. Um, it, it's no hotter or colder than the ending point. Everything see, is, is kind of like that's the ground temperature is kind of just always warm right here. So there's nothing that particularly sets you off with, um, likely not still here, right? Like, uh, some kind of being of fire is likely not still here. Uh, Lucky's gonna ask Eli, does this look like a trail or something? I mean, like, when you dig your stick in the sand, you know? I'm, I'm stuck between thinking yeah or thinking something burrowed down. I mean... I'm gonna... I don't know, okay, right. And Lucky's going to pull out uh, his dagger, which he's not used at any point, and try to, like, kind of dig in the center point of some ash, if he can. Just... Oh, oh, hey, Lucky, hey. No, I got some sticks. You want some sticks? I found a um, lot of sticks. I'm at... All right. Sticks. Are they long sticks or short sticks? They vary. Probably longest is about, like... Uh, give, me the, give me that long TV. one. Yeah, yeah, that one right there. Yeah. Yeah. And if there is some sort of center of this, like, dip, he's going to try to, like, make his way to it and, like, poke and see if there's, like, a bottom. I mean, because it's ash, so I imagine it's just, like, soft and shifting when you walk on it, so. Yeah, a lot of it is. Um, so you, you head to the bottom of the, the rut here and try and, like, poke around a little bit? Yeah. Um, You note that at the bottom of this rut, when you get below that... It, it's a much finer layer of ash down here, like it had been recently settling over the last couple of days rather than um, 
again, it's it's freshly disturbed. So you like sink the stick in it and you feel the dirt underneath, right? Um, in a lot of ways, and this is maybe for for the audience and us as players, um, when large you know fires happen, the the earth that's underneath you know becomes more fertile, full of nitrates and things of that nature. So it seems like there's, I mean, there's good dirt under here, um, but it, everything just seems to be covered with this layer of ash. Mm, yeah, there's not a there's not a center hole or anything. There's not a little bit of crack or something down here, Eli. But uh, and like he'll reach in and pick up something really fresh, like fertile soil, and be like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's good dirt down here. Like, oh, you know, yes, but part of the tender's job is is trying to bring life back to the grove itself because the the soil itself is so fertile, but nothing here seems to. Grow, grow. Uh, Lucky's at this point gonna take out. I think we were given like three containers by Eliza, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna fill one with the ash. You got bags. Ash. You got yeah. bags. He's gonna fill one of the bags with ash. Just kind of like scrape it in yeah. there. But then he's gonna try to with the other one. Once that one's filled, this is probably gonna take time. But the other one pull out and like put some of this fresh soil in. Maybe some. Mm-hmm. Take yeah, some you take the next you know five to ten minutes to to you know do this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Eli is gonna dig. Gonna dig. Okay. Where are you digging, bud? I think he's gonna go. I like forgot he'll... you can dig. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, he's gonna turn to the group and say, "I, I, I won't go far. I just want to see." Uh... I don't know. I want to see if I could find anything under the dirt. And uh, he's just going to burrow down. I think he's going to burrow kind of like roughly like 60 feet in. Just down? Diagonal down, I think. Okay. So let's say it's a 40. Right. So it's like, let's say it's like a 45. So you end up roughly 30 feet from the surface, right? So you end up 30 feet down. Yeah. And the dirt, what when you start digging, you're like, this is, a, it's it's really easy to move through. For yeah. someone that knows, like, knows how to dig or knows how to move through dirt, like, this is, it's not like gravel. It's not clay. It's, it's good dirt. It, it's easy enough to move through. And you go deeper and deeper down. And you're noting that there's there seems to be not really an end to the dirt here. Until you get about like maybe 20, 25 feet down, and you're like, okay. You start feeling where the the stones are, the rocks, the the gravel, the bedrock becomes more and more apparent mm-hmm. um, as you get deeper and deeper down. Um, DM, are there any bugs? Are there any bugs? You know what? I hadn't actually thought about. The, the ecosystem beyond basically bats. Um, so are there any bugs here? I think towards the surface, um, no. But as you get deeper in, I, I think the existence of, of like earthworms and stuff would probably be there. Um, whether or not there are like ground beetles or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think there, I think there probably would be. Their ecosystem wouldn't have been so much disturbed if they're able to to burrow into the ground um yeah yeah i'd say so interesting um 
I'm gonna talk to him. What? Okay. What? How? What is the? Okay. Natural burrows. That's your burrowing thing. Speak with bugs. Through sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas with creatures of the beast subtype that represents insects, spiders, worms, and other creepy crawlies, regardless of their size. So you can talk to like a purple worm. That's Four, crazy. Fourteen sessions, Joel. I have wanted to do this. You wanted and there to have speak been with different bugs? situations where I was going to talk to a fly on the wall and see what somebody was saying, or so. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, there's a better way to do this. But honestly, I got no freaking idea. So sure. I think uh, I love this. Simply, this is great. Yes. As so simply, what? What is your simple idea? Yeah. So my simple concept, I guess, is like creatures operate on like an alpha male or not necessarily male but an alpha beta basis whatever i, I kind of want to ask like like where is there an alpha around here is there some sort of creature disturbing you all or lording over you all or something sure 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 so like you find an earthworm right you find an is earthworm and you Sure, yeah, it can be Jim. This is Jim the Earthworm. He communicates that very simple idea to you that his name is indeed Jim. Groovy. Um and so Jim the Earthworm and you, and you is there like you're you're what do you picture for the basically what I'm going to say they do is they they basically impart picture ideas or or feelings. Yeah. Um so are you are you what what kind of feeling are you trying to impart for your question? You're just like is there something that yeah. Like, is there something that scares you? Is there something? Yeah, yeah. Is there an alpha? Is there something that scares you around here that disturbs sure. you all? Um, you get back this like this this emotional image from this this worm. They don't really have a whole lot of cognitive ability, but you get this feeling of being shoved out of the way, being t tumbled over into the dirt, not knowing where you were from where you where you are from where you were. And and it's this feeling of like it's this it's like the biggest worm, ever. It's so big. All worms must have come from the great worm. And I was just in the way. And it blessed me with its passing, tilling the earth to find new nutrients. Does it think it's a worm, or is it like factually? Worms don't have eyes, worm. so okay. it's very it's okay, very so it hard for it to say. It assumes that it's a worm of some sort. Right. Also, my God, that was Shakespearean. Uh, beautiful. Mm, bravo. Uh, okay. Well, thank Earthworm Jim. And uh... if worms could bow, it bows to you respectfully as a fellow worm. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've broken me. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Eli, I think, is going to to burrow back up to the surface. Uh, cautious not to jostle Jim too much. He sounds like he's been through a lot, man. Um, and and yeah, he'll he'll breach the surface and. Uh, kind of pop his head out, do a little hedgehog shake, shake the dirt off, and uh, just get up, dust himself off. Yeah, 
there's something burrowing through this earth here. Uh, the 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 bugs have felt it. The ecosystems felt it. Something big. I wager it's what took your teacher. Um, I mean, maybe we follow where these burrows go and we find it. And perhaps it answers to whoever's conjuring these orbs of light. Oh, oh if you think that's the right decision, uh, I do want to find my teacher, though. So, yes. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yes. We just ask it to relocate. I'm not sure if that's going to be possible. A, a giant being such as this, from what I saw, burrowing out of the ground. I don't know if I'd want it in the forest proper. I don't think it's be yet. rather you dangerous. Think he's born here. Where is his um, mom? Is it the mom? Well, there's um, the teachings of the tender say that the the calamity it it. it, it it caused change. The the ember bats are, are, are one of the most common of, of of changes, but there's distinctly still magic here. Uh, uh, occasionally, um, residual essences of of the magic that was that caused this pop up, and 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 they begin to change the things around them. Again, the the activity of late has been odd. The the creatures that you you described earlier, the the um. The, the the rocks full of fire I forget what you called them that's that's new that's that's that wasn't in the the, the teachings but there are d different creatures of fire and in flame that that wander the wastes here I do, I do not know their purpose or if they have a mind of any kind other than to to survive I, it, it, it's it's really unknown the Again, the tenders, we, we try to avoid conflict as much as possible because we want to just bring life back to the plane. And it's becoming increasingly hard to do so with, with so many disturbances of, of these beings of, of, of fire and, and it's whatever this burrowing thing. You said the worm said it was a great worm? Uh, I can only imagine if it's anything like the bats, it's, it's a worm that's just on fire. Well, it, just, it thinks it's a, a scary a worm. thing. I mean, oh. I, they're simple creatures. I mean... Well, I... It just knows it's bigger than it. We have fire bats. Why not f fire worms? Potentially. Uh, I don't know. I, I just... You ever see any sort of, I don't know, leviathans here? Le leviathans? No, no, no. Nothing... Nothing that would even come to some kind of size like that. Uh, the largest thing that I'd seen was whatever was was trying to burrow out of the ground. Mm -hmm. Did it like make any uh, sounds or anything when it came out of the ground? Because you just said you saw like ash, right? A, a large cloud of ash comes bursting out as the ground mm -hmm. itself heaves mm -hmm. up, and, and uh, no, just. It was loud because the earth was moving in such great speed, but I didn't. No, I, I, I didn't hear anything. 
no un, un, noises of like a, a, a an unnatural creature. No, I don't. I didn't. I don't remember. I think maybe our best bet is to try and follow these burrows, this this trail. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got the ash for Eli, and I got some photo dirt. You know, she might get used that too. So, uh, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm winning with you guys. Uh, I, I... no, I am. What kind of, what time of day is it? Sort of means like, is it? I was gonna say, I'd like to note that, um, with the travel time and the investigation going on here, we are well outside of the hour for the potion. Um, it's becoming late afternoon now. Uh, you guys have moved deeper into the, the Ashen Plain here and spent some time. Uh, and especially with, with uh, Eli's foray into uh, into the ground and some of the uh, you guys looking around at, at different things. Um, I, I'd say it's late afternoon now. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you guys, though. If we encounter something that can just whisk away one tender... Um, I, you know, we get that little like burning sensation in your eyes and you get a little tired, you know? I think it's exemplified. With all the ash in this air right now. I could go for a nap, I could go for a sleep, but that's up to you guys. I just... I don't know what we're gonna encounter, and I... I don't want to be exhausted, so... Yeah, I I think that's smart, Lucky. I, I, we could take a break. I mean, I know this isn't gonna be Dagonet's best choice, but you still got that uh, charm? Uh, Rez? You wanna go up? Up? Oh yeah, I got this real neat thing. It just like grows a tree, and we'll, we'll go up and just hang out in the tree. Oh, that's in. That's wonderful. That sounds. That it takes us very far away from everything down here. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, but you know, there's we don't see anyone around, so it's probably fine. I, right? I like this idea. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, there's no immediate flames in the area. It's just ash. Yeah, so everything around you, uh, I, I've taken into account Lucky's original perception check. Okay. Um, the flames that you do see are like little, either spurts of fire from like uh, ashes that have been blown away and like the coals maybe flare up for a second or like a, a tree uh, flares for, for a moment on, on where like some flame is still residual and the charcoal of the branches and stuff. Um, or you see like a, an ember bat alight on a on a branch, or and it's like little candle like flame from its nostrils flare. There's nothing large here. There's no large flames here. No. <laughs> okay. What could go wrong with a large wooden nest and a fire? Yeah, a giant tree. Fine. <laughs> Keep in mind, it is a magical object, so it is uh, <laughs> maybe stronger than your average tree. It's moist. It's okay. It's moist, yes. It's fine. For whatever reason, it's dripping water all the time. <laughs> I cast create water. <laughs> it just like, rains in the ashen grove. Um, oh my gosh. I, give it a mask. I have one more question about the the burrow trail. Um, mm -hmm. When you were describing it, you described it similar to Tildland. Does it look mm -hmm. like it was done deliberately or just kind of like as the result of burrowing it's it's as you examine it to see if it was maybe done with with some kind of deliberate hand i think with some if you were to 
I'll give you this answer if you use the tree to go up because you'll have a better view of what's looking what you're looking at. And also, are we are we short resting or this is it for the night? It's late afternoon, so if you short rest, you're basically running directly into a long. Um, uh, okay. So okay. it's up to you. Got it. Got you're, it. you're more than welcome to go hunting at night. No, no, that's okay. Uh, cool with a late night thing. Uh, Lucky? <laughs> uh, do you have your extra rope? Uh, yeah, Steve. Yeah, I still got Steve. Uh, can I uh, borrow it uh, if we're going to use the nest? Uh, you can... I mean, now that I gotta carry these three bags, you can have Steve if you want. This is a lot of weight for me. I've got tiny legs. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'll... like give you the rope. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah, I will. I will take good care of uh, Steve as long as he takes good care of me. Mm-hmm. He's trusty. He's been with us for a while. Remember, we were back in that cabin in the swamps. I was like ready to go in, and Steve was ready to hold me from going out. You know, so that is true. And remember the mountains towards the uh, the fort back when it was Bandit Fort. Now it's not Bandit Fort anymore. Steve help us from uh, going off the ledge potentially when the rocks are falling. So, put your faith in Steve. You know. Yes, I try to forget that. But uh, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, and uh, he's like mm. going to be tying tying around <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, just waiting for the branches to form to tie it to. Yeah, sure. So, Pez, do you put the the pendant on the ground and summon your tree. Yeah. So, for those of you guys that may not remember this one, uh, it's called a nest charm. The nest charm is, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it up on this thing so I can show them on the map, the map screen here. Um, the nest charm uh, is a uncommon wondrous item and it has a, it's a charm of a sphere of intricate metal branches interwoven to form like a nest. You put it on the ground, speak the command word and then you cause it to unfold. It creates a 30 foot diameter circular platform of interwoven branches. Once it reaches the full size, it grows straight up, lifting it 50 feet into the air on a very strong trunk. Perch lasts eight hours, at which point it will just retreat back into the ga- ground, safely depositing everyone on the ground itself and reforming itself into the charm. So, what was the command word again, Pez? I, I think it was like cozy. Or yep, okay, dead. cool. It was cozy, and so it unfolds. Everyone underneath you, Dagonet, quickly tying to one of the branches that unfolds itself and whoop, 50 feet up into the air, our party rises. As hey. look. Uh, can someone uh, help me uh, secure the the rest of uh, this? I can't really uh, reach now. That's where I mean, he's just kind of like starfished in the center of it. <laughs> Eli will help. Okay. I imagine Lucky's just like grasping on and like help as we go up because this is his vibe, you know. <laughs> yeah, Tever, Tever's like in the middle with with Dagny, like, oh my goodness, oh. Ah, oh. Oh, as it like gets all the way to the top. This is wondrous magic. Oh, do you encounter many magical things as heroes? Is this not normal? No. My my growth magic can barely make a, 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 a sapling over weeks. And here you grow a tree straight from the ground out of a, a necklace. Lucky just found it, I think, right? Is that what happened? Found it? Mm, found it in the, uh, the slime. I believe, yeah, right? Just... Yeah. The s- sl- slime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about, uh, 
How about with some uh, food and uh, a fire? We'll tell you a story about our adventures to go and save a, a strig in the uh, caves and the swamps. Yeah. Stories of adventure? Yeah, She's yes. probably I, got a tune I... for it, too, like elbowing over for pants. <gasps> we can make something I up. would most enjoy this, yes. A yes. food and a fire, yeah. you say. <laughs> so, Eli, you... do you pull out your food and fire? Oh, you know it. Uh, Heck yeah. Hey, real quick. Mm -hmm. Would Dagonet uh, be suffering the, the frightened effect right now? Definitely. Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, good to keep in mind with that. Magnificent feast. Hmm. Mm, yes, yes. So you conjure your magnificent feast and your hearthstone, and everyone begins to rest. Uh, what do you make in your magnificent feast today? Uh, I, I think uh, I'm going to make some... Hmm. Something cold. Like, I don't know how mm. he's going to do it, but he's going to make, like, some sort of, like, ice cream thing. Sure, yeah. I mean, like, it, it, like it magically appears. Yeah. Sure. So you yeah. magically create, like, a, a, a large bowl of, like, mochi pieces, right? Yeah. Um, What's your, what's your favorite kind of mochi? Oh... I'm a mango guy myself. Dude, my girlfriend really likes red bean or green tea. Mini mango bites in my freezer right now, and they're dope. But I gotta I think, go with I mean, green tea. I think green tea, refreshing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes. So you summon these, and you and a, and a magically conjured location, maybe out of your your pot. They're like they stack up into it, right? Mm -hmm. And you distribute them around. Uh, the fire maybe isn't so necessary for heat, but it is nice to have some light. So you guys yeah. maybe like sit further away from it, so you're not sweating. Um, and uh, you're depositing these tiny little like gooey cold balls of flavor, mm -hmm. um, and those that choose to consume it. Uh, I believe they become uh, cured of the the frightened condition. Remove either frightened or poison condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, you guys will by taking your long rest, anyways, get all of your stuff back and all of your HP back and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it also would give you two D four healing as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it's pretty good stuff. It's pretty good stuff. Um. Yeah, getting all of the blessings of the cleric today. Speaking with bugs, summoning rapiers. Like, man, we are oof, cruising. Uh, yeah. So the, as the afternoon falls falls tonight, is there anything that you guys would like to accomplish in the remainder of the evening? Uh, you tell stories to to Tever. You sing a little tune. So what do you what do you want to do? Is there any particular things? I do want to take a look at that uh, burrow and see if it yes. looks from this vantage mm -hmm. point like it was from like, deliberate. Like if I don't know. I'm gonna see some crop roll, circles. Roll me some perception. Yeah, you're 50 feet up in the air right now, which is pretty good. A 19, oh great God. perception what check. What is happening? Yeah, your perceptions have been on point today. Um, hey, everything, dude. This you, is yeah, the never going rolls to happen too. again. Yeah, this is it. Episode 14. This is it. I uh, remember this forever. Um, you look around and you do note something. That this line here maybe goes. 60 or so feet that long line 15 feet across 60 feet long and then disappears but following it in a straight line you note that it comes up again maybe about 100 feet down further away from it in a, in a straight line location but then you you look again and you don't see it you don't see anything 
in that direction, but you do note that it, it seems to turn. It pops up again 20 feet north of where it was, not further away to the like west, but north now. And you note that the, the length of the um, the burrow seems to be shorter, and then it, it disappears once again, and you lose it there. So I, I'm seeing a clear trajectory, basically. From this height, you see that it, it is gone. It was going west. It went west again, and then you couldn't find another one west. But there seems to be a disturbance of a similar nature north of it. Hmm. Okay. Um. I I think if uh. If Lucky's nearby, um. Eli's gonna hey. Lucky, come here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll sort of like point it out and explain like exactly what you just explained. Just sort of, you see the the path it takes. You suppose it's doing all the way over to the west? I don't know. I mean, what's that west from here? Ashbarrow, but that's about. I don't know. That's closer to Meadowfan. That's. That's southwest of here. I don't know. Um, I think there's something north of Ashbarrow, maybe. Maybe can, this is how the militia disappeared. I mean, there's something making this large of a line, whether it be something in the earth or something out of it. This, I mean, this is far. I didn't expect it to be this far. How much yeah. does it get past it once it's active? Uh, can Lucky use a survival to essentially... Uh, like it's almost if it's tracking. Is there anything that this would remind him of tracking wise? Perfect, perfect idea for that. Roll me some survival. Boop, 19. So there you got an 18 in survival. Is this like tracking? Yeah, this looks like the tracks of something that burrows underground. It seems to pop up in different locations. Um, whether or not it, it, it had something against these two tenders that were here or whether or not they were just wrapped up in the latest breach of whatever this creature was. Yeah. Yeah, these look like tracks. You could probably follow these. Look, he's gonna kind of like, he's gonna reminisce with Eli. Like, Remember that one time we came across that one mole fella? The guy, we could barely get his attention because he kept avoiding us and going underground. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, when he yeah, would yeah. make those mounds, but it's almost like a reverse mound, but it's, you know what I'm saying? It was like tracks right, kind of no. like in the same... Oh, yeah, what if... I really hope this is not a big mole, because that guy was really annoying me, and... Yeah, I... I use those... goofy-looking glasses. I don't... Why I use... It's like goggles! <laughs> Bottles, but yes. Bottles! Same energy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just full of old video game references today. <laughs> Earthworm Jim bottles from Bandai-Kazooie. Bottles. It's just all... Um, it's good. I dig this. You suppose... You suppose it had something that... And he, he kind of lowers his voice so that Tever can't hear. It had something against the two of them being here. And it came from wherever it... Maybe it's den is out west. Did Trevor and Havel say anything about how long they've been out here trying to repair the land? I think it's a kind of an ongoing project of the tenders, no? Yeah, 
I'm not, I'm not familiar with Tinder timeline or anything, but I, I would, yeah. I wonder if it's if they've been doing enough on too little, if that's caused the attention of something, you know, or maybe they pushed too far and started. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe people have come out this far, so. I'm still not completely unconvinced that this thing wasn't sent by whoever's controlling those bats. Yeah, I don't know much about magic. I mean, it's, it's weird. I, I I can get a little bit out, but I mean, I trust you on like, I, I ain't even seen many people conjure many things, especially that big. Yeah. So like, uh, all I know is if, if we're dealing with something that can very easily conjure something like that, those orbs or whatever, and anything that would make tracks this big, we gotta get ready. Because yeah, yeah. if they're if they're fighting the tenders from growing stuff out here and they're just trying to take over and burn and whatever, then it's gonna be tough. Absolutely. I doubt they like we're here anyways. I doubt they even don't know that we're already here. Hey, they've gotta know. They've gotta know. I mean, we destroyed their orb that was controlling the bats, right? I mean, they mm. must have felt that. What are those orbs really used for? Other than riling up the bats, you know? Yeah. You don't think that orb... Well, I mean... Did you sense that that orb had, like, a mind? Nah, I just sensed that it was conjured. I mean, maybe it's some sort of basic fire moat, uh, but mm. other than that, I, I'd wager a guess that Somebody conjured it like a lantern and attracted the bats like bugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe these fire creatures just are simply, they just uh, follow fire. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this they, is they've been new territory yet. to me. Yeah. I just worry that, you know, whatever's out here is just not happy with progress other than what's going on with the Scorch Grove, you know? Right. I don't I know mean, how we're Why else to... would the militia disappear and mm -hmm. why else would tenders be attacked? I mm, mean, I never heard anything like it. Whoever this person is clearly doesn't want anybody poking around this grove, so we gotta be on our toes. I, I know Teva's a little off sometimes. Do you think he can let us know, like, any areas that he hasn't remembered being mapped out yet. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty knowledgeable about the Grove if you get past the nerves. Uh, I, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I just wonder if he's, like, not wanting to tell us about somewhere that... I just think he's traumatized. I mean, would be too, attached I mean. to his teacher, and, I mean, how would you react if you saw some giant thing come out of the earth and I don't know. Potentially swallow him, like. Ooh, Trevor? I mean, I don't, I don't know that guy, but you maybe I would be a little upset about, but, you know. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, he's. You know, that's not gonna yeah. happen. We'll be, we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you, you got a good point. We should. Tonight, maybe we'll get some information out of him. Just, you know, real casual, like, just kind of in conversation. Like, oh, what different parts of the, 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 the Scorched Grove have you been in and whatnot? 
And yeah. uh, maybe if it potentially is within any direction of these tracks, you know, one plus two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Just no moles this time. Remember that guy? Yeah, Frey was like, was, hey, go after this mole. I, he owes me like 100 gold, man. It was a tiny job, dude. And that guy was just. Yeah, I, I try to be agreeable to most people, but I just could not deal with him. Right. Do you want to wait to tell everybody in the morning, or do you want to. Um. I mean, we might wait till Dagonade's feet on to the ground on the actual. Yeah, ground. yeah. Let's let's just let everybody have a good night's rest. Right. I mean, I'm gonna take first watch though. I'm still a little on edge. All right, well, I'll go ahead and rest, and when you get done, you can just you know. All right, thanks. He's mochi. I mean, he's, he's a great dude. Thank you. I I figured. I'm a little bit more of a strawberry guy, but you know this is good. Well, I'll remember that next time. Uh, I just, uh, just figured it was getting a little hot around here and everybody could use a nice cool down. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of, isn't it weird that the air up here is almost like the same exact temperature as what it was down there? Like not cooler? You're 50 feet in the air? Normally it would be... Yeah, I mean, heat rises. I mean, I don't know science, but when we were in the mountains, we were colder when we were higher. Hmm. Eli looks up and sees a cloud of bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They've been thirty feet away this whole time. They're here. It's like a small sun. Ah! Uh... <laughs> think of it. The sun should have <laughs> gone <laughs> down <laughs> like three hours ago. Why is it still so bright? <laughs> How did we get to Tatooine? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I need Humblewood Tatooine edition. This is. I mean, take a many, make it happen. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> the bandit coalition walk in single file to conceal their numbers. <laughs> if we ended up on Tatooine, I would 100% with that lucky dice I could reroll as like R2D2 Ranger. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's do a, are you guys, are you guys good for the evening? Do you do what you need to do? Or you got anything else you want to accomplish before I ask for a watch order here? I don't have anything. Like it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty spent, ready to sleep. Yeah. Probably would just be tinking on maybe Dagonet's Perfect. with the um, sticks. Lucky, you said you were going to go first, so roll me just some percep. I think Eli claimed first, but I'll oh, go sorry, second. Eli, oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, in the waning sun. General Percept. It's six. Hey, there it is. And you're, uh, you're back on brand. Yeah, you're 50 feet off the ground and it's dark now. Uh, hard to see. You do yeah. see like little flashes of, of light. You wonder if it's fire or more bats or maybe just your mind playing tricks on you being this high off the ground. You're not entirely too sure, but your watch proceeds without any issue you know of um waking up lucky they're taking their turn at watch go ahead and roll me some perception please luck <laughs> seven very similarly you do not have dark vision it's dark you see flashes of light fire maybe hard to tell Eh, 
It's 50 feet off the ground on a magical uh, little platform. You're probably fine. Nothing happens during your watch. Who's taking third? I can do it. All right, Pez, roll me some perception. An eight. Wow, six, seven, and eight all in a row here. <laughs> We're getting Very there. Very similarly, Pez, you can't see in the dark. It's dark out. You see flashes of light, eh, but you're all high up in the air. You're probably fine. And last but certainly not least, Dagonet, do you want to take a turn and watch here? Uh, how long has it been since we ate the mochi? Uh, it would have been six hours. All right. Then yeah, he is uh, perfectly okay to. Uh, perfectly okay to. to look yeah, you feel out, weirdly brave. Yeah, weirdly brave. You look out. Hopefully, there's nothing out there. Get a nine. Yeah, if you get a nine. Uh, thirteen. Damn it! Ruined it all. God. Uh, a thirteen. You note that for all the ash that is below you, the air is particularly clear here, though still warm, and the breeze itself still feels warm. The stars are beautiful. You note some off in the distance flights of ember bats. Again, keeping your eye level flat to the 50 feet up in the air, you note nothing on the ground. Your watch goes by without any known issue. The morning comes. Everyone rouses. Maybe has a ration or so. Uh, Dagonet. Eight hours is approaching its time up, and as you become afraid of being high up in the air again, you guys are brought down to the ground, and it rounds back up into a little nest charm, and you are safely deposited into the ashy plains. You know how, like, when you're on a roller coaster, and, like, you feel like your stomach and your throat just kind of, like, come up to here? I feel like that's how Dagonet felt as, like, that wore off as it, the thing dropped. <laughs> All of it happening at the same time for you? Yeah, pretty terrifying. Um, but yeah, you are, you are safely deposited back on the ground. What do you guys want to do? Um, I think Eli will roughly relay what he, he and Lucky talked about the, the night before. Yeah. Uh, I, I think... Um, I think we need to head west. That's, uh, that looks to be where whatever this is that's burrowing may have come from, may have went. Not sure, but I'm it is hoping a maybe we, yeah, I'm hoping maybe we find something. Uh, Tever, I mean, do you know of anything out that far? Um, so it's, it's a little embarrassing. I, I am I am but a, a, a sapling mm -hmm. in the tender culture. Um, means I'm, I'm kind of a lower level, which is why I had uh, a, a teacher with me at the time. I have not ventured so deep into the grove. Um, this would be about as deep a dive as I had ever been. Well, did you then. did your teacher ever tell you like stories of harvest, or was it just like when we get there, we get there? Um, well, from what I know, it just continues like this. Uh, just desolate and ashy and warm and devoid of anything green. Well, except for my cloak, I suppose. Hmm. Right. Well, it sounds like you're 
Gonna be quickly grown from a sapling to a young tree today, aren't you? <laughs> yes, uh, I, I suppose so. Um, uh, so west then? I think that's the best move. But I still got the uh, rope around your waist. Oh, here's uh, the, the, I better uh, untie myself, eh? You know, I'm not going very far. Yeah. <laughs> keep You're it like definitely. currently tied to the necklace itself. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's just like dangling like a little belt now. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have that back? Oh, yeah. But of course, yeah. Here, just uh, maybe you uh, uh, grab the, the necklace and just uh, walk around me eh, until the rope unwinds. However it works. I mean, this is that most important accessory, you know. Just... It's uh, less movement. Uh, I know we have to walk away, so... Speaking of uh, accessories, Pez, have you, have you included any of your patches in any of your tales or have you written stories about any of them? Written very, they're very, yeah, 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 the beautiful, like, hand-stitched work on your jacket. They are very gorgeous, but I don't really know how to write a song about a patch with a door on it. I, I, I'll work on it. It's just not super exciting yet, but maybe when we use it, maybe, maybe that'll be a good story. Secretly, like he's like trying to be her producer. So keep working. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always thinking of stuff. Well, have you seen these sticks? They make real good sounds if you tap them on metal. And I'm just gonna tap on Dagonet's shield again. Dagonet, can I borrow your shoulders real fast? I'm just gonna tinker uh, around. I, uh, I uh, suppose uh, so. If it, uh, I, I can't stop the great Pez in uh, making up uh, an opera. Yeah. <laughs> All these different sounds on all these different parts. Tink tong tong tink tong tong tink tong 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 a survival check, please. I imagine if Trevor isn't... Oh, okay. You want to go? Cool. Yeah, 15. Uh, definitely good enough. And, and you would have been able to, to help Lucky if you would like. Um, yeah. So, it's, it's... Yeah, 17, 15. Perfect. Easy enough, you can find the first track that you saw from up, up high that was a way away from the, the one you saw yesterday. Um... And from there, following it to the northern one, you see where it turns, and, and you continue onwards, and you note that it is going deeper into the Ashen Plain, further in, and then it flips back around after it goes somewhat north and heads back east. And you continue following these breaches, somewhere farther than others, but good survival rolls. You guys are able to, to figure out the direction in which it is going, um, sometimes fanning out and... and looking around and then finding where the disturbance is again, um, you're able to, to figure it out. Suddenly, you see what looks to be some kind of disturbance. About an hour or so into the morning, something is moving underneath a thick coating of cinders and at a rather frightening speed churning up burning embers on either side as it goes before vanishing through the ash cloud you can see a fleeting image 
of green robes, desperately running to keep ahead. Tever calls out, I, I know him, that's, that's Tim, that's Tim Robert, we, we have to help. A creature resembling a huge snake breaks through the surface with incredible force. Its scales are like charcoal and between the scales a sinister orange glow issues from its molten core. The same glow can be seen coming from two points on the creature's head resembling eyes. Though whether or not it uses these to see, it is rather unclear. It notices you. It feels the vibrations of your walking, and it bursts out of the ground, trying to get at the tender and, well, eventually, maybe you. And I'm going to need everyone to roll me some initiative, please. And Chad, I will get you on the map here in just a moment. Do, do, do. Danger, dude. That's a snake. It's a oh, snake. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a snake. Oh, and I had music, but I think I think my roll 20 died. <laughs> oh no. We win. So, I'm going to yeah. Oh, it's it's like is it it's free when it doesn't uh doesn't have a thing. Lucky took um, points in hacking. <laughs> my god. Um I am I'm reloading so hopefully it works but it's telling me right now I've oh. been disconnected uh, anything yeah, you do right now a server error right now Oh no Oh no Joel, Oh you can see the snake us. You can see the snake Oh it's loading it's it loading oh. It's wait. loading does does my music work Wait 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 Oh, oh. gosh uh, Oh dang it wait Wait this one Oh wait now I can sign back in what happened? <laughs> oh, we, it's just over. Everything broke. No, wait. Maybe they won't notice it. Maybe they'll oh, just redo it. Redo it. Oh, oh God. Dagonet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dagonet, no. All right, oh, in. no. Oh, Dagonet, what happened? Oh, oh no, Dagonet. My sweet oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay, oh, I'm back. No. You're back? Yeah. All right, hang on. I'm, I'm moving some stuff around so we can we can see some things. Uh, and I'm, I'm reloading again because, oh no, it looks even worse on my screen now. Oh, this is, this is struggle bus time. It's okay. We'll cut this out in post. So you guys get to see all of this live right now, but we'll cut this out later when it literally, it's literally not loading for me. Yeah, um, I had, I had a server error and like the entire page was just text. Yes, bit. that's what I had as and well. I, yeah, yes. I was gonna say I had to refresh a little bit, but it eventually got back in. Eventually, so. we're we're in. I am in the game. Whether or not we will have music for this is yet to be seen, but I am in the game. The turn order is in existence, uh, and I'm going to click this, and I gotta get the character sheet up. I'm sorry, it's gone now. No, but here we need music. Bow. Pez, go. Pez, oh. get on it. <laughs> Battle music. <laughs> Just drum on my shield. That's good. Yeah, totally. It's it's gonna work. Oh, okay. The Ash Snake is at the top of the turn order here with a twenty-one. Uh, please play. I now miss the music when it doesn't happen. It's not working. Uh, but it's okay. We're just gonna continue onwards and hope for the best. Um, the snake bursts out of the ground near where supposedly uh, Tim Robert, 
the other uh, tender is, um, it's hard to see on this map. I will bring it out one more for you guys at home. Uh, so you will be able to see hopefully the party and uh, and the snake itself. Yeah, you can now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so the snake has the, the first turn here. And it's gonna burrow under the ground. It disappears from your sight. All the way under the ground. And it moves somewhere. And erupts out of the ground right in front of Lucky, grasping out for him. Uh, Lucky, I'm going to need you to roll me a... Wait, let's see if it actually hits you first. Click. Click. That's... Uh, didn't do a thing. Oh, God, I think it might still be broken. It's a whiff. Uh, it's, a whiff. it's an 11. 11. It is a whiff. It's, a whiff. it's It lashes out with its tail, unable to make contact with you, avoiding its constriction. Uh, it then attacks you with its... Uh, 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 nope, it, that wait, it does have a multi-attack. Where's its uh, bite? If it does attack again, I can impose protection. Okay, it's going to attack again. It's um, Okay, it. I don't think my stuff's loading correctly. Uh, only half of the page for the NPC is here. So I'm going Perfect. to have to go to the book real quick. He's and, now half the snake he used to be. Yeah, he's literally he had he doesn't have a bite attack currently. Um, he doesn't need it. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally cool. It's totally cool. Uh, I'm just gonna roll for it. Uh, it's the same as the constrict one for the bonus. So it's a 15 on you, Lucky, to uh, bite out at you. That would be 16 a AC. 16 AC anyways. Oh, and it's, yeah. you're, you, you're correct. It is the disadvantaged one. So it's unable to bite at you. The shield intercepting in the way, shoving the snake to the side, uh, unable to make contact. And the snake is now out here. Um, oh, can I get, frick, can I get dexterity saving throws from both Dagonet and, and, uh, 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 Lucky, please? Sure. I totally forgot that this actually does a thing. An 11 for, or, for Lucky, and then an, an eight for Dagonet. Um, the eruption, for whatever reason, happening after the attack now, knocks you both prone. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. I'm a little flustered with all the refreshing, so now I'm thrown off, but uh, yeah, so you you are both knocked currently prone by the beast. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys some, some markers for that. Um, that is the Ash Snake's uh, attack Pez. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? The snake art is really pretty. I wonder who drew it. Mmm, yes. Mm. Uh, uh, seeing Lucky and Dagny have to jump out of the way, I'm gonna do a quick like bardic inspiration on Lucky. Like, oh my gosh, Lucky, hey, look at that snake. You got it. It's fine. Look at your teeth. They're bigger than those. <laughs> it's fine. And then I'm gonna do very fire on the snake. Okay, what does that do? Um, it makes everything within a 20-foot cube glow. Okay. So maybe you won't be able to sneak up on us because that was real spooky. Because that was real spooky. Um, so it does outline it in this in this fairy fire. It doesn't burn it at all. No. Uh, but for the duration, objects and affected creatures shed a dim light of a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against the affected creature has an advantage if the attacker can see it. The affected creature or object can't benefit from being 
invisible. Um, we'll have to see how that affects its burrowing nature. But as of right now, it is lined in fairy fire, and so it will be easier to hit. And you have bolstered your friend. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to do, Pez? I'm going to head to Andy Lay. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. It's a good plan. Eli's a, a thick guy. Um, okay. So, Eli, it is now your turn. What do you want to do? This giant snake is sitting here in front of your friends. Two of them have been knocked prone. I'm going to go ahead and Hail Mary this. Uh, yeah. I would like to invoke my feet speech of the ancient beasts. Okay. Yeah. What? What? What is... What does this do? Speech of the ancient beasts. Uh, great beasts regard me as their kin, uh, and I possess the, and and I possess the speak the language. Uh, that's a typo. My bad. Um, I can speak the languages of the most powerful and mystic of their kind, and uh, beasts of large size or larger have a friendly disposition toward me unless I have attacked them. Okay, um, and I, specifically <laughs> beasts, I want to check. Specifically mm -hmm. beasts? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you do? I would like to say to it something along the lines of, now please, we mean you no harm. Why do you attack these people? There is no response and the snake continues to lash out at your friends well I've tried uh, spiritual weapon <laughs> perfect yes roll that spiritual weapon bonus action get it done uh, mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. shield of faith lucky I changed my mind okay shield of faith yep. on lucky Perfect. So a plus two AC to Lucky for the duration. Lucky, keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and I will give you a little, a little, little marker right there. So showing that you got that shield of faith on. That. Uh, oh. I'm going to, if if also possible, to contextualize drawing a weapon. Uh, I'm gonna whip out that uh, that old blade of the wood but like not in a way where it looks like i'm gonna use it in a way that kind of looks like i don't want to use it but i will if i have to like kind of it's at my side ready okay sure yeah you've just you've drawn your blade yeah, and it rests like at your side cautiously drawing the blade as i cast shield of faith on lucky yeah sure that's okay. uh, my turn Excellent, excellent, excellent. Lucky, you're on the ground as my roll 20 crashes one more time. Mm -hmm. Um but that's okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Lucky is going to use his action to get up. Uh, he is going to use his bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on the snake. Okay. And then he is going to uh, use his feet called... Um, oh, God, I can't scroll. Where's my scroll? Essentially, it's the feet where I'm really small, nimbleness, and I can go through... Any yeah, creature you can, larger you than can, me. You can pass through the space yeah. of creatures larger than you. Yeah. So he's absolutely. just gonna move, he's gonna just gonna move to the other side of this snake. Okay. Yeah. Um and 
if DM will allow me for movement, because I only went 5, 10, 15 feet, and I, mm -hmm. I essentially, Lucky's going to try to crawl on the snake. Just yeah, try yeah. to climb up the snake. We're just going to. You've, you've hop, skipped, and jumped your way uh, mm -hmm. around and on to the snake. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. It's like hanging on to the butt end right now. All right, let's go. You're hanging <laughs> on to the butt end. Absolutely. Okay, sure. Will you, will you put the mark on the snake whenever it gets loaded? Because I will forget those kind of marks if it's okay. Yes, I Thank will. You. I'm currently sitting on a black screen. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had to start taking notes because of things with the roll 20s. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's okay. Is there anything else that you would like to do here? No, like he is readying to annihilate whatever this thing is. Hopefully, I don't know. Okay. I can't see the turn order, so someone tell me who's next. Dagonet. Dagonet. Go ahead. What would you like to do? You're prone on the ground right now. Yeah, he's going to roly-poly stand up. Perfect. Okay. You rock back to your feet. Does that take a full action or just move action? Or it just takes okay. half of your movement. All right. So I've got advantage on it right now, right? If you make an attack right now because of the fairy fire, you do indeed oh, yeah. have can, advantage. He's going to poke with the spear. Go and poke with the spear. All right, all right, all right. Bring it on. Oh, my God. Do we have music? Okay, I feel better. All right, poke with the spear. I'm going to get back to the chat so I can read stuff now. For the meantime, um, because he was prone and he had to stand up, his shield is on the ground right now, so I'm two-handing. Two-handing for the moment? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I will get my ash snake out. Yes. 21. Yeah. Uh, that hits. That definitely hits. Uh, five piercing damage to the great snake in front of you. Uh, and I will remove the prone markers from both of you here in the next moment. Uh, yeah. So you deal five damage. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Because I don't know how long glowy is going to happen. I'm going to action surge to stab again. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. 23! Yeah, even better this time. Another 11 piercing damage, hitting this guy super duper hard now. Yeah, great chunk. So you sink the spear into it. You're starting to notice though, like, as you sink through the, the, uh, the scales here and stabbing into this inside of it, you notice that the interior of it, very similar to the previous, uh, kind of like magma creatures you had encountered, it's starting to eat away at the haft of your spear. It's starting to burn through. Um, you note now that you might need to be careful here, uh, but right now it, it's definitely dealing some damage, but the interior of this snake is very dangerous. It's gonna... <clears throat> I mean, very, like, dad just drunk to look at the spear. Yes. Not yet me. And that's it. Okay. Uh, I can see things now. So that was Eli Lucky Dagonet. The snake. The snake. I think it's going to use its ability Ash Breath. It breathes out a cloud of superheated ash in a 15-foot cone in front of it here. Uh, so it looks like uh, our friend gets gets away from the, the worst of it. Uh, sitting on the tail of the snake there, Lucky. Um, the Ash Breath, uh, please make a Dexterity saving throw for Dagonet, uh, Eli, and Pez. Whoa. And I get to roll one here for our, our boy. 15. 
Okay, wow. So a, a 16 for Dagonet, Eli with a, a natural 20 minus 1, a 19, uh, Pez with a 21, and uh, we have a 15 for our boy here, Tever. Um, okay, cool. So it is 2d10 on the breath weapon attack here, uh, halved for all of you guys. So it'll be 6 damage to each of you. as the ash cloud settles over you. The snake then burrows itself underneath the ground, again disappearing from view, taking Lucky along for the ride. Sweet! (laughs) And you watch, because you can see it kind of like move around that it ends up in like a a location over here somewhere. I don't know if you guys can see my pings. It's hard that, I don't know if it loaded in for Mm -hmm. you. No? Okay. Uh, I will use this. You note that there's like a mound of dirt heading in this direction as, as you go, or as it burrows underneath. Can you see the fairy fire underground or is that not how that works? The fairy fire affects things that are invisible, but does not affect things that you don't have line of, like, any line of sight to. If it's, like, behind a wall, you can't see it. If it's under the dirt, you can't see it. Okay. But you can, like, you can see the mound of dirt. Like, it's it's still a large thing, right? So it's still risen up, but you can't see Lucky in there anymore. It's definitely under some, some dirt here. Um, so it would be harder to hit, but you can definitely still make an attempt to hit it. Uh, okay, so that is the the ash snake, um, the tender up up top here. Tim Tim begins running down. Is oh oh go- oh goodness. Um, uh, Teva Teva is that, is that you, Teva Teva? Get out of here! And he's running directly downwards here. Uh, that is going to be that Pez. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so. So the tail end is closest to us, right? Like when it's went underground, like it's heading in a direction. I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'm just gonna shoot an arrow in the general direction of where I think maybe the head is. Sure, yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, a seventeen, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, with it being underground, you you note that the the uh, the quarrel like hits the dirt, and you're not super sure if it hit or not. But you, you hit the mound, so maybe it did. There it is. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. I'm okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, anything else you want to do? Bonus action? I mean, I could, I could, movement. I could inspiration somebody else. You could do that, I, got, I guess. Um, I'm an inspired Dagonite has got knocked down that one time. I like to All imagine right. that Pez is like mumbling this to herself. <laughs> oh, good. Very vocal. Okay. Um. All right. So, Eli, that means you are next, my friend. What would you like to do? Heck if I know, my man. Um. Oh boy. Uh, 
similar hmm. similar idea to to pez's course of action eli is going to um kind of fling the spiritual weapon out from his side to roughly somewhere in the vicinity of this mound. I mean, if if Pez struck like here, then Eli's going to strike here. Perfect. Yeah. The Good idea. Circled one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just going to delete that. Uh, yeah, spiritual weapon. Uh, but uh, here goes. Yeah, go ahead and cast it. Here goes something 23. Yes, uh, go ahead and roll me some damage. I will summon the, the spiritual weapon from the other page <laughs> so I can copy and paste it over. Nine force, nine force damage. Yeah, so it poof, sinks into the dirt there. And you hope that it hits, uh, but a 23 is a pretty good roll, so, you know, maybe maybe you, maybe you got something through the dirt. It sinks all the way down, delivering that six force damage with feeling. Uh, excellent. Eli, is there anything else that you'd like to do here? Do you want to move? Do you want to... Yeah, I think he's going to run in here. And, and uh, how much vertical is this mound here? You'd probably have to like scramble up it. I'd say it, it would take half your move or half. Let's call it difficult terrain. It would okay. take double your move to get up. Uh, that's where I'm going to end. And then sort of like trying to get closer to the mound, but also trying to get close enough to Tim Roberts and, uh, and uh, just over here with us. And sort of. Oh, uh, yes, of, of course. Uh, um, that's my move. I, yeah, yeah, that's all I can do. Okay, cool. Uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, Lucky, you are underground. Uh, I'm going to need you to. What's your con mod? Uh, negative one. Negative one? Yeah. <laughs> one plus your con modifier worth of minutes before you begin to suffocate. You are holding your breath under the ground right now, and it has been six seconds. Turns out Lucky's not very good at holding their breath. Lucky, what would you like to do? Um, Lucky is going to, I'm still, I guess, am, am I still gripping this snake? Yeah, you're like, you're holding on to the scales here, but you note that by holding on and trying to grip the scales, the gaps in the scales is just like molten fire underneath that. You're starting to, you're beginning to burn your paws trying to, to hold on tightly. Okay. Um, okay. DM discretion. I would like to discuss what I would like to do. Um, okay. And then you can tell me, hey or nay or how possible. Uh, Lucky would holding breath so can't stay very long try to whip out his water pouch and at least like get some water in between some of the scales just to try to like see if water even affects and then vertical leap straight up uh with his feet uh so standing, you're, standing leap right so you're underground how far um, are we underground though like how much dirt is over his you head you are not sure it's 
dark and you can't tell, so it's enough for you to not be able to see. I can feel the warmth, I guess, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You definitely feel that you're still on the snake that you're holding on to. And so I don't you're really gripping know much on. about like how many how many actions or was it movement to dig upward? Like never been buried as a um, character before. So if you're like Eli, you have movement when you're buried yeah. or buried or you're digging. Uh, when you don't, it I would say it's probably like an athletics check to dig yourself somewhere, um, and then you would utilize your movement with that athletics check to see how far you would get. But the athletics check itself would be an action. Okay. Most general checks would be. Uh, I guess Lucky will just start trying to dig upwards, let go of the snake, and try to dig himself out if he's yeah, yeah. So you you let go and you find yourself like immediately the the snake underneath you is like sliding away from you as as you you let go, and you feel it underneath and you like maybe you can right yourself a little bit and push off with your legs and start digging upwards some. Um, you pop out here at the top <gasps> at the top but you're still kind of like half buried in the in the dirt um roll me the 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 the, the uh, athletics check please uh an 11 11 is, is, is enough for the where you were buried that you would be able to make it out but i think you're like you're still kind of half stuck in so it's going to take the rest of your movement to extricate yourself from on top of this mound um, but you're still on top of the snake, too, as it's traveling around underneath the ground here. Okay. I don't really okay. have much for anything else I can do, so just kind of mm -hmm. call out. Although, if I sure. was in the tail... Okay, yeah. Cool. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. Dagonet, what would you like to do? Uh, he's going to pick up his shield. Okay. And then, I guess, make his way... Towards Lucky. All right. Now, would this be now difficult terrain? Cause it's all jumbled. Uh, I'm not gonna call it difficult terrain for the for the whole thing. Um, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna say that like it, he's burrowed enough that like you see it mounding, but wherever, unless you're stepping on the body of the snake while it's doing that, the rest of it is just like tilled earth. It's soft. Um, so it takes some effort, but I'm not gonna say it's difficult. So he'll he'll go up to to Lucky and just, are are you okay? Is uh, anything hurt? Lucky's like rubbing dirt away from his face and like out of his nostrils and stuff, and it's just like <laughs> I I fight. Did you? Uh, I I it was. Is it weird that a snake is that hot? It was really hot. I was trying to hang on, but my little my fingers were burning. Daniels points to his spears. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I noticed it. Uh, it is very hot in, inside that snake. Where's everybody else? Everybody else okay? Yeah, I, uh, I think I think so. Uh, just don't let it don't let it knock us over again. Oh God, where's it gonna come out at? Do you know? I I don't know. Is it going uh straight? Uh. <laughs> He's gonna perception to figure out like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. See where this um, thing might come out. Uh, where it might come out, you can try and spot where it's at currently. Yeah, yes. Like where it's kind of um, 
Yeah, so roll me a, uh, a perception check. They have some rules here against what they... Okay. So roll me some perception, and I will roll a thing for it. Let me make sure I have this on. So a 10 on your, on your perception here. Uh, and so it's going to roll this. Yeah. Um, other than standing on the tilled earth that you're already on, you can't rightly make out where it's at right now. It has eluded your sight. Dagonese is kind of usher lucky behind him. Just in case it pops out in front, uh, maybe best not be right here. Yeah, so you grab Lucky and like swing him behind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Lucky, if you let it happen, it just happens. I imagine Lucky's still like pulling dirt out of his eyes, just like, yeah, whatever yeah. you want me to go, it's fine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, anything else that you'd like to do, Dagonet? Can I ready a, a attack? Um, so your perception was your action. Can so this... you have currently used your action. He'll just be like on guard-ish kind of thing. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to finish. What is that? Is it? Uh, I'm going to add the, uh, the bite attack here just so I have it. Um. All right, so let's add it now. Uh, so the the ash snake now, uh, on its turn, uh, unknowing where it's at, we I think we see when Dagonet's doing everything that he he did. He bends over to pick up the shield. We hear the like the clanking of the armor, and we get that view. If you guys ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, where Toph has that vision where they see the tremors on the ground, and we watch as Dagonet clank clank clanks over to Lucky and drags Lucky around where the ground is. As soon as Dagonet gets lucky behind him, the Ash Snake bursts out of the ground in that very location, in the, the midst of our heroes, Dagonet and Lucky, and shoves them to the ground. So I need dexterity saving throws from the both of them. I saved Dagonet, a 14. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and it looks like Lucky has the eight. Um, so... DC 14 deck save. So Dagonet's not knocked prone, but is knocked backwards here. And again, Lucky finds themselves on their butt in front of this giant snake. The snake, recognizing where a lot of the sound is coming from as it clanks off backwards from him, uh, reaches out to try and constrict Dagonet. With a 10. Does it, is that able to, to grip around you? God, this is, this is the worst. So it tries to bite at you. I can't. It's a nine. God bless it. <laughs> My snake can't do anything. Uh, also, you're going to roll uh, a thing. Okay. Uh, great. Cool. Fun. Awesome. Maybe I should grip the prone person next time. Uh, can he do this? Every time. Hang on. I want to see if... Okay. Um... It again begins to burrow underneath the ground. Uh, you guys can feel it moving. Dagonet, you can specifically feel it moving in this direction before it disappears again from your view. Do I get an attack of opportunity? 
You absolutely do. Oh, uh, yeah, he's going to take it. Heck yeah. Give it to him. Oh. That's a natural one. I think yeah. your spear maybe gets caught in one of the scales. And it gets... Roll me and roll me a strike saving throw. A 25. Yeah, I you're able to wrench it. it back before it's taken underneath the dirt with him. Uh, but yeah, you almost lose your spear to the snake. All right. Pez. The mound is moving somewhat northward of you now. What would you like to do? Oh, and... And Tim, Tim's gonna make his way this way and jump down. There he is. Uh, the fairy fire isn't really doing anything, right? Like when it pops out, it's just kind of glowing. But oh, we already know that you know, it's no, there. Dagonet, roll that again then, because the fairy fire's there, so you get the advantage. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. Nope. An eight. You don't lose the spear, but the same thing happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Pez, what are you going to do? And I'm sorry, about the mound? You said that I can see the mound? Uh, yeah, so you, I mean, so the thing is, it's like everything in battle happens all at the same time, right? So it's moving away. I'm giving you the opportunity to, to do something with it while it, it moves away from you, right? So you, you note that it, it's heading like this direction here, Dagonet got a stab at it. It's moving like this right now. And you can see the mound as it's like before it disappears underneath. Ah, oh, jeez, I'm so far away. I'm just gonna like totter on up like just get a little closer and shoot okay. in its general direction, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot at the mound. Uh, 15, not enough to hit it while it's underneath the, the, the dirt there. Again, you watch as the, the bolt disappears into the mound. Uh, unable to know if, if you've gotten the attack or not. Um, okay, anything else you'd like to do, Pez? Bonus actions? Otherwise? I tried my best. Okay, Eli, song. what would you like to do? Same, same thing. Um, I think he's, you know what, he's going to go up to Lucky and uh, help them up. Okay, sure, yeah. And then... Um, move the spiritual weapon i could move it uh 20 feet and repeat the attack as a bonus action yeah. so i'm okay. gonna go ahead and uh swipe or, or stab i suppose or at the is that a good that a good spot for it right where it's at yeah perfect yeah all right cool roll me a stabby stab uh an 18 just enough to sink into the snake roll me some damage with that force with feeling an eight force damage, yeah. So uh, force damage is, is one of those things that like, it's pretty much unmitigated by literally anything. Uh, it's super powerful. So you deal another eight damage to the snake. Um, and the snake doesn't really like talk or, or anything like that, but you can hear like what sounds like a roaring fire. Uh, it, 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 it feels like there's like a rumble and you, f you hear this like fire sound from underneath the dirt as the mound begins to recede from your sight. Lucky, it is your turn though. And the mound is swiftly moving away from you, but your good friend Eli has dragged you back to your feet. Uh, Lucky coming to his feet is like, uh, can you tell, are we, have you guys been able to do anything to this? I mean, I, I've just been on my butt the whole time. Uh, I think I'm stabbing it. Uh, it's it's hard to keep up with. I feel like it always knows where 
I am. Uh, and I would like to, if you would, however you want me to do this, roll to sure. see, as Leslie knows, that it is using sound to figure out where we are. Sure. I don't know if. Uh, really nature, know. likely. Sweet. Uh, is that gonna actually roll? Hello? Maybe. Possibly. It's a four. Ooh. It's a four. You're not sure. Um, you, you know about snakes, but this creature is so large and so different from any other snake that you've encountered. You're not sure how it's actually accomplishing these things. You have yeah. guesses. Yeah. And Lucky's going to, um, just move through Dagonet and try to follow where the, uh, sword is going. As if, you know... Yeah, so sure. You stabbed it. I didn't even go into the little cube and try to move through. And this is a tree right here. There. Yeah, yeah. And you're it was fine, usual though. climbing a tree to get a good vantage point to where it might be potentially. Sure, yeah. So you climb up to this tree. So you do your standing jump, get up to mm -hmm. one of those branches, kind of hang up on it. Uh, you find one rather quickly that hopefully doesn't break under your <laughs> weight since these are all charred out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're up there now. You've got a little bit of height. Uh, and you can see the mound as it like starts receding downwards. Dagonet, you're gonna have like a quick opportunity here to do something about that. Uh, Lucky's just gonna essentially be calling out. I think it's going downward over there, like directing kind of movement. Yeah, so you're you're watching it. as it as it like recedes from this location here, yeah. essentially. Everybody, oh, brace whoops, I drew that on the wrong thing. All right, yeah. Um, I guess Dagonet will just. He's going to ready in action, so like as soon as that snake, if that snake pops out at him, he's mm -hmm. just immediately stabbing it. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sorry, I'm trying to fix everything I just ruined underneath what I was doing because it's on a different layer. All right, we're good. <laughs> so like it was moving uh, so you ready in on the other side of the tree, right? So, like, where was uh, Lucky pinpointing where it was kind of going? Uh, I, I drew an X on where Lucky saw the last of that mound receding before it disappears underneath. Okay. Cool. Let me click on that. Okay. Yeah, so he's just gonna clink clank his way here. And he's just gonna brace himself with the spear. Okay, so you like clank yourself on over into that location? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Sure do. All right. Um... Is there anything else you'd like to do, Dagonet? No, he's just gonna be shield one hand and spear in the other, and he's just gonna be just eyeing the ground real carefully. Real careful, like. All right, cool. Um, yeah, Dagonet, you feel the earth seize up from underneath you. Mm -hmm. Uh and the snake pops up again right here as it feels you pounding over to it. Uh, as soon as it appears, you can make your attack. One-handed, yep, a 10. Not enough to hit it, and I think it's because it's throwing you backwards as it erupts out of the ground, so please roll me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, and can I get a dexterity saving throw from uh, Lucky as well? Because it's shaking the tree, upturning everything in the area. An eight, Dagonet is thrown to the side and onto the ground. Just want you to know I'm proficient in uh, dexterity, but clearly. <laughs> Roll twenty has decided that as the tree proficient on being on your ass, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're supposed to be good at this. So I think what actually happens 
is the tree gets knocked over by the eruption of the snake. The tree falls to the ground and so does Lucky. Directly onto the side here, knocked prone once again. Uh, falling damage is what, like a d6 per... per 10 feet, right? One damage! You fall into the soft, uh, ashy embrace as the tree also falls on top of you, but luckily avoiding getting poked in the eyes, the armor taking the brunt of everything that's happening here. You're kind of trapped in these branches on the ground, but you are now indeed on the ground. Um, the snake is going to attempt again to grab freaking Dagonet because it's the one that it can hear all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, I'm going to have it make a decision here. Oh, it's treason. It has an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a negative three intelligence, so we're going to find out what it does. Uh, it does. Okay, 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 okay. The snake rears back up and breathes out again with its ash breath. Uh, dexterity saving throws from both Dagonet and Lucky again at disadvantage for being on the ground. Let me do that again. <laughs> uh, a 16 for Lucky and a four for Dagonet. Uh, the DC. Okay, so Lucky is able to like roll out of the way of the impending ash breath. Uh, the snake seems relatively focused on Dagonet here, I think. And so it breathes out and Dagonet, you take the full brunt of this cloud, um, taking 2d10 fire damage directly from this ash cloud. Uh, so 10 total damage as it feels like being in that the, the cloud um, of ember bats once again roasting you in your armor as this maw opens up and you see inside of it is just this molten fire. Uh, and that is currently its turn. Yeah, it can't go back under right now. So, it is now uh, Tim's turn. Tim continues making a run over to Tever and gives Tever a big old hug. Uh, as, I'm so glad you're safe. We have to get you and your friends out of here. This is this is no time. Tever's like, no, they're the heroes of all the heart, and they'll be victorious over this beast, and then we'll get everyone home safely. And Eli, it is now your turn. Okay. First of all, uh, I think I messed up and forgot to roll concentration. Okay. Uh, after the first dash thing, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Just roll me a contract. Yep, you're good. Oh okay, yeah, cool. Um, all right. Second of all, he's gonna run up. Uh, sorry, Lucky, I need all my movement for this. And he's just gonna heckin'. Where is it? Where where art thou? There you are. He's just gonna heck and slap this thing with inflict wounds. Doff it at work. It's an eleven. Oh no. Sorry, I'm being told that I just skipped Malaveth, so uh we'll oh, be no. doing that in just a second. Yeah. But you're gonna do inflict wounds. No, that's okay. Uh, uh I don't know. She's just gonna go right after you. Oh, okay, okay. Um so you reach out for the snake, and as you do so, the giant maw comes snapping at you, and you have to bring your hand back away and you lose the spell in the process. Fine, then you get your spiritual weapon, you punk-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 23. 23. Oh my god, the spiritual weapon is nuts! Uh, yeah, roll damage. Absolutely hits. Ah, 10! 10. 10 more force damage. You're gonna wish it was necrotic. 
Oh my god. I don't god. Skin, come to think of it. Mm, maybe that was a bad choice. Yeah, you're noticing that the force of the, the mm. rapier stabbing into this is ripping open portions of the snake where there's just, like, fire pouring out of it now. Huh. Yeah, it's probably okay. Um, is that what you want to do? You good? <laughs> yeah. All right, perfect. I'm in Pez. danger. Pez, we're coming back around to you. What do you want to do? Oh, boy, that's real neat about the attack rolls having advantage if we can see it, I think, right? I don't know. I keep forgetting about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, as you currently can see it, it <laughs> is okay. shrouded in, in this fairy fire, which I will actually mark it for because I totally forgot to do that originally because everything was dead. Um, I'm going to give it this eye. That's the fairy fire. Yeah, so it's currently still marked. And it's out of the dirt right now. Not that it matters. I'm just going to scoot a little bit, and then I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. That is a, a ledge you're currently on, so I'd have to ask you to either be on on above it or down below it. Yeah, close enough. You'd, you'd fit on the corner there. Um, But yeah, 23 does hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Seven piercing damage. Yeah, we watch as it impacts the scales, crashing them inwards, and the bolt gets you, incinerated on the interior of the snake. Do you want to roll that attack one more time, just in case? Oh yeah, crit? just in case it's a crit. Uh, attack roll. Oh, 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 oh! Advantage. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Seventeen. Yeah, so so seven Ignore piercing damage. Me. All good. All good. Um. You see now that, like, there are portions of the snake that are, like, torn open, and there's just, like, fire coming out. It's becoming harder and harder to be near the snake because its insides are becoming its outsides, and it's just getting hotter and hotter. Um, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else you want to do here, Pez? Nope. Heck. Nah. I'm helping. All right. Lucky, you are trapped under a tree. A potentially flammable tree. The uh, snake is now emitting fire. Prone. I thought we escaped tree damage. I'm so confused. The tree didn't damage you, but you're like in the branches. You're small. You should be able to get out of it. And it's just going to take half your movement to get up. And then some of your movement in difficult terrain to get away from where this tree is. Lucky's literally just going to like use all of his movement to move one square out of this tree and to be standing on his own two feet again. Perfect. You've done it. You're now behind the fallen tree. Lucky's ass is bruised right now, and he is not happy about it. So he is literally going to just be, like, in all anger, aiming directly at this guy's, like, mouth if it's open or eye oh, yeah. if it's visible. Absolutely. Um, and so It's very I, easy to see. It's flaming, so. Yeah, or the, the quote, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eye. Um, sure. And so I'm not prone anymore, so it will be advantage, right? As opposed mm -hmm, to just normal. It's, okay. It's got fairy fire on it. Sweet. Boop. 13. 13 just misses. I think it glances Can I off. Use my bardic. Which is the luck per day thing? Uh, I've got bardic, oh, bardic inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot just now. Oh, God. I've just been sitting so much. I forgot what I had. <laughs> yeah, so, so 16 total. 16. Yes, so you do hit. Sweet. So uh, it's going to be plus 1d6 on damage. I'm going to go ahead and roll a d6 because of the hunter's mark. Okay. Uh, wow. That's a 6. So 12 damage. So 12 Ooh. damage. It's like all of a sudden the, the arrow seemed like it wasn't going to, to hit the correct spot. But a song on the wind 
corrects its course and it strikes it in the flaming eye that it potentially has, dealing it a devastating blow. It reels back, flame in its mouth, emitting into the air. Between, but it's like, not dead yet. Shielding from the heat and like it's gonna rub his butt. I hate this. I hate this man. Dagonet, you're on your butt. The snake is hurt. What would you like to do? You gonna stand up and stab it. Go stand up and stab it with advantage and feeling. <laughs> Go. Yeah. That's a crit. That's Are a natural you... twenty. Yeah. Roll me damage. Nine piercing damage. How would you like to slay the beastie? Oh, he gonna decapitate it. Gonna de decapitate with your spear? He's just gonna... Like, baseball bat it? Yep. Da Dagonet drops... It's a spear, it can work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dagonet drops the shield, grips the spear in two hands, and... Da -da 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 -da, skunk! And decapitates the molten head of this snake creature as it like has this arrow in its eye that's like spouting fire and it crashes onto the ground. There's like fire and molten all around it. You guys hop backwards out of the way as the head rolls over and spills out all this molten fire and it dies in front of you wriggling. You know how snakes do when they don't really actually die and the rest of the body is just like spewing fire and molten rock everywhere until it rests on the ground. Where's everybody at? Is there anybody looking like they're in immediate danger? Taganay's probably heavy breathing after that. Yeah. Like, he, like he's just like angry kicking the tree. Stupid. Stupid tree. <laughs> Stupid tree. In his mind, he's like changing strategy. No more trees. <laughs> <laughs> well. That was new. Yeah, I think Tever and Tim run up to you guys, and Tim's like, oh, thank you so much for saving me. That was incredible. That was magnificent. That was, are you all right? Um, are you okay? I, I don't have much left for, for my day worth of spells having tried to escape this beast, but... I... I'm just amazed you've been able to elude this thing as long as you've been trapped out here, Tever said that you guys were separated a few days ago, more than a few days ago. No, I, um, and Tever comes, steps in, uh, this isn't my teacher. This is just another of the tenders. Um, so, oh, oh my, apologies. yes, I, um, no, it, it, it's it's all right. I I I I I figured we probably wouldn't find them, but well, I'm I'm glad we could save Tim. Yeah, absolutely. And and Tim, have you seen his teacher? Um, no, I I actually I I haven't. 
and the earth shakes, nearly knocking you and your companions from your feet. As all around you, ash snakes erupt through the massive mounds of ash. They rear up, emitting a terrifying hiss, a sound so shrill as though the air was being rent. As the ash snakes encircle you, there is a deeper rumble. Less violent, but full of power. And the creatures hesitate until another more powerful tremor shakes even their massive bodies. The ash snakes flee, burrowing under and heading south into the ash. The tremors continue to gain momentum and intensity. The north, miles away, something gigantic rises from a bed of cinders. First a hill, and then a small mountain, releasing a plume of ash that blocks the sun. As the dust clouds settle, you see a huge creature made of black rock and pulsing orange magma. It bellows a guttural sound unlike anything you've ever heard and begins to march towards your position. Which is a conflict that we will have to save for another time. Thank you everyone for joining us this evening on Diefall Alderheart episode 14. We had snakes, bats, and now... Well, a moving volcano, but I'm sure it'll be totally, totally fine, right? So thank you everyone for joining us this this evening. Thanks to the players. Thank you guys for dealing with the Roll20 issues just like we were. And um, I'm sure next week will be fine. Isn't that right, Rob? As you become inside your camera. Uh, I love that I can see like my mouse on you. So when you like did that, it was, anyways. Um, let's do some shout outs, right? Yeah, yeah, Malaveth, birthday girl. That's me. Where can the people find you at? Can we have the bats back instead? Can we like swap those out real fast? Real quick. <laughs> Hi, my name is Malaveth. I am on the internet. I stream. I stream three days a week. I do mostly art stuff, but it's also been a lot of Animal Crossing lately because I can't stop. Like I start in the morning and then and then it's seven o'clock at night and I don't know how that happens, but here we are. But mostly, mostly I draw stuff. Lots of stuff. Check me out on Twitter and Twitch and things. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you very, very much. Rob, where can the people find you at? Oh, hey, sorry, I was just dreaming of simpler times where I was playing with animals instead of getting eaten by them. I'm Rob. I'm very stressed. I feel like every session, it gets worse, and I'm scared, and I want to go sorry. home. And I am home, and I'm confused. You can find me on the internet, usually under the name Bonus Stage Rob or Bonus Underscore Stage Underscore Rob. We're real talk. I will be streaming again at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob very, very soon. Uh, I know I keep saying that, but, uh, you know, lights, camera, now I just need the action, huh? Um, you can find me on a couple other D&D shows where I make equally bad puns. Monster of the Week, for instance. Every other Sunday. Hey, it's Sunday Prime this week. Join me, won't you? On twitch.tv slash game nights that's game with two g's and a k in nights where i play travis 
He's a crooked, which means he steals a bunch of shit, but he might be using some magic soon. His class is going to change. I don't know what yet. Who's to say? Not me. That's at 4 p.m. Eastern. And on twitch.tv slash themontyhall, uh, that's like mall, but with an H, as in mall, not the place you go to, but like the thing that these this creature is going to do to us. And that's at 9 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays, where I play Tog Ironpick, a dwarf barbarian. He's a gentleman, not a barbarian. I, I, I'm, I'm underselling him. But he is prone to rage every now and again. Just like me. Just like me. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate that. <clears throat> We're going to move on. Lady May, where can the people find you at? How do I, like... Do anything after that whenever <laughs> like does his outro. I was like, what do I say? <laughs> I may. Yeah, you can find me on the internet, and that's M-E-A. Yeah. My name's spelled weird, but it's fine. It's still May. You know, I like cats and paintings and right now it's a lot of Animal Crossing. And uh yeah, I don't have a long, wonderful story, so <laughs> bye. Thank you, May. I appreciate it. Oh, and last and simply, simply not least, ha, ah, simply Jackson. Oh, puns, don't you just lava them? God damn it. You guys all die <laughs> next week. It's happening. The amount of puns I saw in the chat today, the amount of puns I saw in the chat today, that, that volcano is coming right for you. That's it. We're done. This, this show's over. Sweet. Show's over. Um, for my, for my exit shout out, I would request that Mally remove her headphones, please. Oh, Please. spicy. Oh, shit. You cannot listen. Okay. Uh-oh. So we're doing an in Animal Crossing birthday for Mally at 8.30 PST tonight. I will be live broadcasting it in my Discord, discord.gg forward slash simplyjxn, literally in an hour. So come in, watch as we spoil the shit out of her in a digital format because we couldn't do it in person. And she's probably going to cry and it's going to be great. So, discord.gg forward slash simply JXN. Thank you. I love this. This is great. Okay, cool. Okay, wait. We wave her down? Oh, she can see us. Okay, there we go. I'm waving her down. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can put them on. Okay. Hi, I'm Runaway Robot. This is my channel. This has been fun. I, uh... I hope the party really enjoys being on the road again rather than being in Alderheart and dealing with politics and uh, court trials <laughs> and uh, feeding the, the hungry. I miss the council. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me here, do variety streams here. Uh, I think I'm done playing Mountain Blade 2, so you, the rage begins on, on YouTube for that if you want to catch up with it. And I don't fucking know what I'm doing anymore, but we're playing Dungeons & Dragons, which is fun. So if you like that, hit the follow button and follow these lovely people. And all that jazz. Um, that's gonna that's gonna do it for us here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being awesome. And uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.